across the UK, online and on DAB. Get an earful of unusual nocturnal emissions with radio's Lord of Misrule, Ian Lee. No relation, thank God. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Alan Cabbick! Hey, boy! Yes, sir! What a day it's been! Hey, why? What's happened, man? Dr. Leg is returning to his tenders. And he's 92. I thought he was dead. Physician, heal thyself! Yeah, he was the original East End doctor. A biddly biddly bong. I would hardly call Dr. Leg uh, returning back to EastEnders. Uh, your opening gambit of what a day it's been. I mean, Dr. Leg, man goes back into soap opera. It's hardly, um, I, I'd hardly be at home going, Yay! you know. Well, it's covered a full page story, page nine in my son. Now write any old crap in that useless paper. Huh? And, and, you're, and they own the station. S- sorry? They own the station. One more time. They own the station. Um, yeah, oh, gosh, in that case, um, excellent story. We'll be following up later on with our showbiz correspondent, Josh Wan. Yeah, and, and also, it feels like the Pied Piper of Hammond is coming to Birmingham. It feels now. Let's don't tell us what that means because I want to see if I can uh, take that sentence apart. And it feels like the Pied Piper of Hamlin is coming to Birmingham. Okay, well let's just work this out. So, the Pied Piper of Hamlin, of course, Hamlin, Germany. Germany? Yes. Um, I'm going to say 1800s, maybe yeah. 1700s, maybe a bit earlier. Hamlin overrun by rats. So they call in this mystical figure, the Pied Piper, who says he can um, rid the town of rats by playing a tune and they, they all follow him. Yeah, like Kenny G. Yeah. He, he was very much the Kenny G of his time. And um, like Kenny G, he led all of the rats, except with Kenny G's rat tail haircuts, uh, he led all of the rats out of, the, out of Hamlin and uh, expected to return a hero. He went back to see the mayor and asked for his fee. And the mayor said... We're not giving you it. We are not giving you any money. We're not giving you any money. You have done the job. Now bug off. Bug off. We don't give you that money for that. And because um, the, the, the Pied Piper was a, a wee man, a small man. So he thought it wouldn't be any physical damage. And the Pied Piper went, hmm, I don't like this. What can I do? I know. I will play a slightly different tune, but I will lead all the children out. So he plays a different tune, leads all the children out. And if I've got this right, he leads them into like a hole in like a cave, hole in the cave, and then as the last child passes through Not the last child though, was it? Thank you. The penultimate child passes through, the cave closes, the last child of course was hobbling. Because uh, he was on crutches. He was on the, the Pie Piper wanted to abuse all of the children of Hamlin, but he certainly didn't want any disabled children. I think that's the moral of that story. Um so how can this relate to Alan Caddick in Birmingham? Um, um of all the children bar one it being kidnapped? It's not to do with the children, it's about the rats. It's about the rat. The rats, excuse me. Um, go on, Alan. I can't decipher your strange and whimsical language. What are you due, talking about, your fruitcake? Due to the hot weather, there's going to be extra bin rounds in the country because the country's going to be overrun with rats. Oh!
Thank you, Catherine. That's outrageous. Well, it like mounted a front page on the sun. Oh, what a great newspaper. Boy, oh boy, they get all of the great stories, and um, I love those guys. This is better than Love Island. Mm, this is better than Love Island. Um, hey, has your penis grown in the heat, Alan? No, it's swunk. Has it? Has it really? Because, um, according to studies by doctors, dirty doctors, the old fella, lots of men are suffering. Suffering. Yeah. Lots of men are suffering with a larger penis. The heat is making the penis smellier, but larger. What, the third arm? That's what I call it, the third arm. Why? Because we've got two arms up top, and we've got a third arm downstairs. Are you saying your your penis can pick up and scroll an X? Mm-hmm. It can draw it can draw a urinated one. Thank oh. you very much. Where the hell... It, well, first of all, if you could send me a picture that has been drawn by your penis, I would love to see that. Secondly, where's this James Bond book you were going to send us? We want to we want to act it out on air. I'm, I'm calling through the internet to see... If I'll I... get stuffed. I don't believe he wrote it. He's trawling through the internet. He's, he's supposed to have written a James Bond book. What an absolute prune. That guy makes me puke. 03444991000 is the phone number if you want to give us a call. Got some special guests popping in a bit later on when they've had their Nandos. Some YouTubers. Some, um, I believe the word is influencers. They influence. Creators. Creators. Uh, uh, authors. Artists. All round good guys. That's right, the guys. All right, the guys, they're not gals. Guys, so show me, show me. So I got guys on instead of gals. Okay, all right, show me. Who cares? So they're coming on. Um, it's just been one of those days, hasn't it? It's just been one of those days. It's so hot. I'm so bored of this heat now. I mean, it's just, it's awful. But it's so hot, you can't even go out. I had to get up at quarter to eight. So four hours sleep, five, five hours sleep, four hours, but didn't really sleep much because it was so hot. And then took the kids to like sports club and then went back to my flat to have a little doze, but it was too hot. Then kind of did some more packing for the move that is supposed to. We were supposed to exchange contracts on Tuesday. Didn't happen. So we were supposed to exchange uh, contracts. Um, what day is it today? Today. Thursday. Thursday. We were supposed to exchange contracts today. Supposed to exchange them last week. Didn't happen. Then supposed to exchange them Tuesday this week. Didn't happen. Then supposed to exchange them today. Didn't happen. I'm supposed to be moving in there into the farmhouse on Tuesday. Ain't gonna happen. I gotta stay in that crappy old flat a bit longer. The uncertainty is driving me mad. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna have to just put up with not knowing when I'm gonna move. But know that you will move. Yeah, I know that I have to keep phoning up the removal man saying, um, can we move it to another day for a third time, please? So, so my head has been on, on, on that and I've got way more clothes than I thought I had. So um, my actual recurring nightmare, and it has been for years. This is this is not even a joke, right? For like the last ten years, one of my many recurring nightmares has been having to move out of somewhere that day, 
and um realizing i've got more stuff than i can ever possibly pack you know and it's like and quite often it's like my college residence but it's like a massive house and i've got like a couple of boxes in my car and i'm thinking and, and it's like you've got to move out in an hour god i'm never going to do this well that's that, that is my recurring anxiety dream and now i'm living it I'm living it. I keep packing, thinking, well, that should be everything packed. My God, there's more stuff. I don't know what... And there's... We've, it turns out we've all got stuff, because some's in the house and some is in the flat, so it's double bubble. And I keep finding things going, well, I don't want to throw that away, but I don't really know what I've got it for, but I might as well take it with... Jesus, I hate life. I absolutely hate life. But... Yes? You are moving, and this time next month, you will have moved. Don't be so silly, cat. We have no evidence that's actually going to happen. I have faith that it will happen. Faith in Jesus, baby Jesus, can you help me move? From sin to the sunlight, I want to praise you tonight. Oh, three, four, four. What I'm saying is, we're, we're ten minutes in. We've got no phone calls, and I got no material. Oh, there's it. So it's so hot. So, so then I picked up the, the youngest didn't want to stay at sports camp. So I, I, did, I cut a deal with him. I said I'll get you at two instead of four, and I'll get your brother at four. And so I picked him up at two, and I was going to go out for a picnic. But even in the shade, it was too hot to go for a picnic. So we just went and watched. Um, we watched that. Actually, we watched a brilliant brilliant film but with the with the shadow the curtains drawn it's too hot we watched journey to mysterious island you seen that starring um dwayne johnson the oh, rock no uh it was he's such a good actor he's so good michael kane was in it as well um i think it's one of those films that was originally made to be seen in in 3d because there was lots of bits where they kept flipping forwards towards the screen and it looked a bit weird it was a great movie it was great. So basically, they're on. I, I, I didn't see the beginning because I was packing, but they end up on this mysterious island, and um, where all of the big things are small. Oh. So Alan's penis would be tiny, and all of the small things are big. So my penis would be huge. No, uh, so no ti- his would be big. He said he's a shrunk. Okay. Uh, I pay particular attention to these details. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, so the elephants are small. And the ants are huge. Why? <laughs> what do you mean, why? What's the point in that? Well, it adds a little bit of little bit of danger, a little bit of uh, je ne sais quoi. So a worm could get you, but yeah, yeah, you yeah. Could probably take a yeah a buffalo. Yeah. What? Hmm? So, um, so we watched that, and then there was a big car crash near me, and so we, when I went to pick up the other kid, we had to go a long way round, and then we came back. We came back right. And the, the whole road to our road was blocked. And there's no point in going back the way we came because there would have been a long line of traffic. So we just, everyone was turning around. So we just waited. And loads of people coming up to us in the car going, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I don't think you're going you're gonna to get out that way. I said, no, I know, fine. Right, it's just, you, you're probably not going to get through there. So if I were you, I'd, I'd find another way. I said, dude, I live just over there, right? There's no, where am I going to go? My house is, is there. And up that, that straight. There's no point me. Well, you, you know, you might as well, can you go and speak? Strangers in the street, can you go and stay at a friend's? What, not go home ever? No, I, so, so we sat there for a bit just to prove a point. And then we parked in a side street and left the car there and I walked the boys back. Of course, one of the kids had come out without shoes on, so I had to, it was an absolute nightmare of a day. Just play the ads. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Yes, John. 
Hello, Ian. How are you? Good, thank you, mate. Good, good, good. Um, I just want to talk about um, the thing that's been kind of going around social media recently, um, the ambulance that got the ticket. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know if you, your listeners, uh, want to kind of put some input into this, but I think the ambulance, um, you know, were in the right there. Uh, why don't you, for the, for the people that don't know the story, um, why don't you, why don't you recap the story for them, Jonathan? I'll, I'll I'll give, I'll give you the story as I know it and what I've seen on the video. Yes, sir. Uh, basically the, the ambulance was packed on double yellow lines outside a Tesco's in the Midlands, um, what happened was a private company, traffic warden, um, decided to give them a ticket while they were going to get a bottle of water and a sandwich. Um, and they'd been on um, on call for eight hours, and they were still on call at the time. Um, so they could have basically had to jump into the ambulance and go... So somebody were under cardiac arrest or something like that. Yes. Uh, so they had to basically jump in and go. Um, and he decided, I think it was the first day on job or whatever. Um, I, th- I think it was um, some statement put out by... Can I just say, can I just say, John, you're doing a great job, but this shows why people like me are paid so much money. Okay, just carry on. <laughs> Ca- carry on. <laughs> can you send me a check? Yes, uh, not, not in the slightest. You've not earned it. Yeah, anyway, yeah, go on. So they got so an ambulance got a parking ticket. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, outside of Tesco. Well, that's um, not quite it, is um, it? That's not quite it because what happened was the person who was oh, filming. Here what? Here we go. What? Go on, sorry. Pit rude, mate. Come on. Hey, no, <laughs> no, hang on. Well, hang on. Hey, listen, I don't want to get involved in. Uh, maybe you two have got previous. But <laughs> but I love you. <laughs> well, hang on. Here we go. Go on, Kat. Are, no, we, go, are, we, go, are we going or not? I'm, so, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Go on. Well. Here we go. <laughs> it wasn't just that story because I think the ambulance driver could have just taken the ticket and probably got away with it by, by just saying, we're an ambulance, you can jog on. Um, yeah. What I saw in that video was the person taking the video having a go. And he, and not being involved in yeah, it. Yeah, but that, he was nothing to do with it. Really, yeah, no. He so, was nothing to do with it, but um, he waded in and he was shaming the um, person who was doing his job. Yeah. Here's that, the thing. That, Here's that, the thing. Right. The tickets. Been, the tickets. Been. The tickets. Hang on. The only issue I'm talking about is, is the ambulance getting the ticket. Really. Okay. Kath, do you want to have another go? Go on, mate. Who are you yeah. mating now, me or her? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Can I'm, you talk to me? Right. I'll talk, okay. <laughs> Here's the thing, right? The, the ticket has been rescinded. Okay, the company has yes, apologised. The ticket has been rescinded, yeah. right? And yeah. I bet that's pretty standard, you know. Yeah, but yeah. I think they deserved a ticket. Mm. You, they, they, they they parked on a double yellow line, mate. Yeah, but they were on call at the time. Right. Okay. Well, I've seen ambulances on call. I've seen ambulance. Will you shut up? Shut up, John. Shut up. Shut up. Right. In a minute, Catherine. Can we get your phone? Because I want to phone in and talk to you. Because I want to hear right whether I can hear the host of this show talking or the callers are rude. That's what I want to find out. So have we got your phone? We'll do that. Go and get your phone. There we go. You see. Um. Yeah, I've seen ambulances on call, and they don't all stop mm-hmm. on they don't all stop on double yellow lines. Yeah, you try putting an ambulance in a in a bay though. Well, I've seen it. 
They'll probably still give it a ticket. Well, no, they wouldn't. Not if they park. Not if they would, park. Well, no. Now you're hi- now you're just like now you're hypothesizing. God, you're thick. Now you're hypothesizing. Yeah, no, but his attitude. Look at his attitude, right? If, if, if he put in, if, if, if they try to put in a I bag, don't care about his attitude. We're arguing We're arguing about the point of, of, of rule. You cannot stop. Hey, listen, if they were tending an emergency... And it's in the private, private car park anyway, so... Right. God, you're rude. If they were... If, shut up. If they... Will you button it? I will slap you. If they... You, and you won't be laughing. If they were attending an emergency... Then yes. Shut your yeah, face! I'm talking, you flipping idiot. People, the shut. Will you shut call. up? Shut up! Just shut up. Shut up. Hang on, is Catherine there? Put Catherine on the phone. Hang on a second, right? Because I want to find out. Me, and, we've noticed over the last few months that when we're talking to callers, quite often the callers will just carry on talking. So me and Catherine have been very. We, we've thought okay. the best. Shut your face! Okay. We have so we have thought, uh, giving you guys the benefit of that doubt, and thought, mm-hmm. well, maybe they cut the callers can't hear us. Okay, maybe the callers just can't hear us. <laughs> so we're going to put that to the test now because because Catherine is on the line. Good evening, Catherine. Hi, Ian. Okay, so I'm going to talk. Can you hear what I'm saying now, Catherine? Yes, I can. And is it a bit faint, or can you hear me clearly? Loud and clear. Okay. I'm going to carry on talking. I'd like you to start talking now, Catherine, please, while I'm talking. So to see if you can still... Shut up, John! (laughs) Shut your face! I'm shutting up. You're not, though. You don't tell someone you're shutting up. You just shut up. Catherine, you start talking while I'm talking. Can you still hear me talking? Because I can hear you talking, Catherine, and you can hear me. Yeah, I can. So what's the conclusion you, you draw from that, Catherine? They're just rude. The callers are just rude. You're right. Thank you so much, Catherine. It's been a pleasure to talk to someone with manners. So you're just you're just a rude man, John. I'm not. I'm just trying to make my point. Whilst talk whilst talking over me. You you're talking over me. It's my flipping <laughs> show, and I've got to talk over you because otherwise I couldn't get a word in edgeways. Oh dear. Okay. They deserved the ticket. They they were they weren't uh, an emergency. They, they He's doing it again. Here we go. <laughs> Get some more calls on board. Let's let's see what they think anyway. <laughs> Hello. Uh, yeah. Oh, you're still there. Hang on a minute. All right, hang on. Let's take a call. Let's go to Doctor Richard Schlong. Uh, uh, hello, Doctor Richard. Good evening. How are you? I'm very well, thank well, you very much. Nice to talk to you. Um, nice to speak to you. I'm phoning about um, the topic of conversation you were speaking about earlier, the summer penis. Okay, before we get to the summer penis, Dr. Okay. Schlong, what do you feel? What do you think about the uh, ambulance that was given a parking ticket because they parked on a double yellow line so they could go and buy a Ginsters in Tesco's? Well, obviously, these people uh, work in the same profession as me, yeah. and I think that they should not have been given a ticket. But they were... No, no, no. They exactly. weren't... They, they, they weren't out on an emergency. They were doing... They were doing their... Sh- oh! If, if, if a 999 comes in, they've got to jump straight into an ambulance. OK, well, then you park... Oh, I, not, Jesus, this guy is thick and rude. There's a dispensation there. No, there's not... Not to break the law. They, so, so, so they can park in a disabled bay, yeah? Well, that's not the ticket that 
we were talking about. You started bringing up alternate tickets with your they get a ticket if they parked in a normal bay. I so, was not talking about that one. Yeah, that but, was that no, one, that was what you wanted to talk about. But I was, So they should have dispensation to park anywhere. How about in front of your driveway? Yeah, that's fine. Well, they they would get a right rollicking if they parked and blocked my driveway, just so they, just so they could go and get a Twix. I just ask, I just ask them to move, and then they can park there again. You're an idiot, John. They deserve the ticket, and no, they should I'm get not. two tickets. No, I'm not. Yeah, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. All right. Thanks for calling, man. Though I appreciate it. All Take right, care. Bye. bye. Uh, Doctor Richard, yes. Yes, good evening. Uh, I, I think we talk about another kind of ticket now, if that is possible. Yes, please. Thank you very yes, much so indeed. I Lovely mean, accent. What a great accent. Beautiful, isn't what it? What a Melodic. great accent. This is a very yes, good yes, accent yes, you are yes, doing. Yeah. Whereabouts are you from, Doctor? I am from the um, the East unspecified Eastern European country. Oh, yes, very good. Yes. Very anyway. good. Go on. Anyway, sorry. So I'll start to go. Um, as a professional in this department um, of the summer penis, Yes. I felt that I should phone you to give you an update on why this is happening. This yes, is although we had, I don't know if you heard Alan Caddick um, calling, and he's one of our regular calls. He said his his third arm, as he calls it, his his um, penis is shrinking in the heat. So, Therefore, confusing evidence. What's happening? This is obviously not going to happen to every gentleman nope. across the land. This yep. will only happen to a certain percentage yep. of men and their there are appendages. Some will, some will, um, some will swell and yeah. be, become bloated, and some may not be affected, and some others, a small percentage, may shrink. Right. So you know, obviously, this is not going to affect everybody. What's I mean, happening? Have you seen what's... this in your department downstairs? Uh, to be honest, I don't even want to go there when the weather's like this. Uh, it, it's it's such a it's such a mess. Right. How do you mean? It, uh, this sweaty, it kind of takes on a life of its own. So you, you need to wear, like, uh, less tight-fitting trousers and undergarments? Anyway, this in private? No, Catherine, it's, it's, it's important. I'm going sh- to show you in a second. No, I don't. I think it is it. important. I've, I've started... Have you shaved your balls recently? I have. I've started shaving my balls. No, no, have you checked them? Not shaving them. Oh, no, well, I've, 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 I mean, I've, I've, I check them on a regular basis. Good, yes. and everybody should do that. Everybody. everybody. I tell you what would be nice. What, what, we should all check his balls? No, 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 no. You know, this is, uh, this is, uh, you know, everybody should have a little feel every now and again to make sure that they're, that they're, you know, their usual size and, yep. you know, the, this, this male health, male health things that we must do. Okay. Right. But the thing is that um, the summer penis yes. is not a bad thing. It will go back to its original size at some point in so, the future. So that could be disappointing for any lady or, or male lovers that it like the engorged member during yes. the heat. That when it the goes penis. back, when winter when, penis, when winter comes, it goes back to being a little acorn. Yeah, but this is the thing you make. You know, you make fun while it lasts. You know, it from, from small acorns, mighty tree, mighty oak trees. Grow. Yes. So this is to do with blood vessels that are widening in the penis. Yep. And it swells up with the heat. And some people d- drinking a lot more water, obviously, very good. For not the, not uh, slurping it through the penis like an elephant with a trunk. Are they? No. No, the, just through the mouth like everybody else. Okay. Anyways, okay. look, you know, it is. You, you shouldn't worry if it is a bit bigger because that is what happens, you know. Okay. So. And well, g- can I ask, because your name, <laughs> is your name really Dr. Richard Schlong? Yes, some people call me Dick. Okay, is that your real name? Yes, it is. Yes. And did 
it did, did you because i don't know if you know but in this country schlong is uh, uh like a street slang for um penis is it yes oh, oh well i've i've look people call me dr dick schlong yep and and nobody has titted there's no one as what nobody has titted Titted, 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 titted. Okay, well that's fine. Well, thank you, Doctor. It's great to, it's yes, great to have you on board. Very, very nice to speak to you. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed. That's Doctor Richard Schlong there on the penis. Is the aircon on? Flipping it, man. I am a sweaty man. Well, after that conversation, I'm going to get it cooler. Quick. Yeah, Kaz loves it. Here Stop we, it. here we go. Oh three four 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 nine nine oh one thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, oh, one thousand. I said, oh, three, four, 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 nine, oh, one thousand. Yeah, oh, oh, three, four, 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 nine, one, 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 one thousand. That last number was actually incorrect. I don't think any of them were right. When I've, when I've moved house, I'm going to bring um, an array of guitars in oh, with God. me. And I'm going to write songs on the air uh, for the callers. We'll do that next week. If I move, there we go. My promise to you: if we move next week, next Wednesday, I'm bringing a guitar into the studio, uh, acoustic to start with. Then we'll bring the Alecki in. Uh, then we'll bring a bass. Then I bring the guitar, and I write songs for the callers. How about that? And we'll do an album. Well, that's it. Oh God, no. Yes, the creativity is back. Burn, baby, burn. It's going fun. Next Wednesday, we're going to record a double album's worth of material, um, improvised on the spot by me and Kath, uh, for every caller that calls in. Beautiful. This is Sing Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine. Sorry. What was that noise? It was just a noise. Just trying to. Just, here's the thing. I'm. A, I'm, I'm. Was it Duende? Like a. Oh yeah, maybe like a teenager experimenting with his body, finding all the pleasures and pains that can be accessed via this huge piece of flesh that encapsulates and encases our soul. I'm rediscovering my body, the noises it makes, the pleasures, the pain. The embarrassment, the shame. I'm rediscovering all those things. And sometimes I like to re- rediscover my body on air. And that's what I'm doing tonight, Catherine. So Could you not? Um, Paul McCartney was playing at the Cavern tonight. Is it, yeah. is it tonight? Yeah. Someone on Twitter that follows me and I follow him had yeah. a nice picture of them. Was, went to the, 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 the Cavern. Who was it? Dogdale. Paul Dugdale, I think his name is. Oh, I've never heard of him. What do you follow? What do you follow him for? You he was fo- yeah. follow me. He's you a, have an a affair di- with him. No, he's a director. I mean, he's worked like with the Stones and all sorts. He does. I've been to the Cavern. It's not the real Cavern. It's on the other side of the street. The old Cavern was knocked down. And McCartney's played there before. He played there, I think, in 2003. And um, I went there a couple of years ago to see McDowell's and the Monkeys. Um, but yeah, yeah, would love to have would love to have seen that guys. Haven't got tickets for the O2 shows. Ah, oh, man, I'd love, I'd love it. I don't know. I just... It would be great. It just feels like McCartney is taunting us. He's circling us. Yeah. You know, we, he just pops up every now and again, yeah. just close enough that we could possibly have made it, but no one ever tells us. No, no one, one invites us. us. Let's go to um, let's go to David Badcock. Good evening, David. Hi, 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 has, your, has your surname grown in the heat? 
I beg your pardon? Has your surname grown in the heat? Bab- Babcock. Has it grown in the heat? No, no, I, I, I'm still there, there, there's a Babcock. Yes, and has your surname... You know what I mean by surname, sir? Yeah, Babcock. Has it grown in the heat? No, no, it's uh, still the same size. Okay, it feels like we're going, we're not really getting anywhere uh, with this. Okay, so what have you got for us tonight, David? Something spooky or something boring and spooky? Well, I I was driving home uh, uh, just now. For Christmas? No. In in my um, Nissan Micra. Right. And uh, a, a big crack of thunder, lightning went over the car. Okay. And it's got me in the mood a l- little bit. For, for what? For a phone in? It's a spooky story. Okay. Well, okay. Well. Yeah. Yes. So don't, that that prelude was pointless. I love a good thunderstorm though. I love I love a great thunderstorm. That rain. I love being outside in the rain. In the th- the only time, David. I've yeah. attempted intercourse outside was, right. was was when it was very, very wet. Uh, it was it was raining so much. Um, but I, and it was it, it's something primeval, primal about it. Um, but I also felt very, very silly. And I said to her, look, can we go indoors now? Because it's a bit stupid out here. It's a charming story. Were you at, were you at the zoo at the time? Oh, they were filming at the cavern. Anyway, David, let's hear your spooky, spooky story. Right, it's okay. Everybody on the uh, listening in, you've got to strap yourself down and get your ears ready for a spooky tale by me, David Babcock. Yeah. Right. A couple of months ago, my friend's cousin, a single mother, Bought a new cell phone. Is the single mother thing relevant? Um, that felt a little yes. bit mean. I, I, I think it becomes clear. Okay. Okay, fine. Yeah. All right. And bought a new mobile phone. After a long day of work, she came home, placed her phone on the counter and went to watch TV. Her son came to her and asked if he could play with her new phone. She told him not to call anyone or mess with text messages, and he agreed. Feeling spooky so far? Nope. Not really. It's quite a mundane story that I'm sure happens to many, many millions of people up and down the country. It could happen to you. Yeah, exactly. It could. That, it does happen right. every day. My kids say, can we borrow the phone? And I say, well, yeah, but don't, you know, don't message anybody or phone anyone. Uh-huh. I've started getting phone calls from my eldest when he's playing with his grandmother's phone. I'll get, I had a phone call from him the other day. I went, what are you doing? He said, I'm on Yaya's phone. I said, does she know you're phoning me? He went, no. I went, good boy. Well done. Right. Have we finished? No, no, not settle in for the rest of it. Okay. Uh, at around 11.20 yeah. p.m., yeah. she was drowsy, so she decided to tuck her son in and go to bed. How old is her son? Um, and he doesn't say. Who doesn't say? My mind. Okay, okay. Just if he's old enough to play 
on phones and make phone calls, then surely he can tuck himself. Also, no one gets tucked in anymore because no one has sheets and blankets. And in this heat, if you, it's like putting a dog in a in a hot car and closing the windows. You don't want to tuck your children in. This story is flawed. Right. She walked to his room and saw that he wasn't there. She then ran over to her room to find him sleeping on her bed with the phone in his hand. Relieved, she picked her phone back up from his hand to inspect it. Browsing through it, she noticed only minor changes, such as a new background and banner, etc. But then she opened up her saved pictures. Am I still on? Unfortunately, yes. Right. But then she opened up her saved pictures. Yeah. She began deleting the pictures he had taken until only one new picture remained. When she first saw it, she was in disbelief and farted. It was her (laughs) son. She did what? She did what? She was in disbelief. When people are in shock, sometimes they expel their guesses. Okay. But don't don't concentrate on right. It's the last paragraph. Thank God for that, man. This is. I feel like I'm living it in real. I feel Ah. like yes. When she first saw it, she was in disbelief. Yes. It was her son sleeping on her bed, but the picture was taken by someone else above him, and it showed the left half of an elderly woman's face. Night night. Well, no, hang on, no, 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 because now the age really does become relevant. I, I mean, let the baby bugs die. No, 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 you can't just go, because this could be, a, he's either be, right, so we, what, the son's about 17, we have to assume, for legal yeah. reasons, right? So he was having it off with an old woman. No, no, well, it's not sex. He was having an affair with his mum's friend. Was, yeah. No, not as where you were going, no. You are sleeping. You do not want to believe. I think that's our problem. That Well, thanks for that story of possibly incest, David. He's not shagging his nan. Or is he? Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Okay, so uh, but Simon, Mark and Keith say they will come to you in a bit. 03444991000. Um, this is Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. Weeknights from 10. You can listen to Talk Radio on DAB. Download the app or go to talkradio.co.uk. Um, and loads of people ask us how how to get into radio. Loads of people do. We had a lad here the other week who wanted to get into radio. We invited him in. My route was slightly cheating because I was on telly. I was on radio a little bit before I was on telly, but... The, the career in radio started when I got on the telly, so my route was slightly different. Catherine's uh, j- journalism training mm-hmm. for a long time. Yeah. And then what was your first radio gig? I worked at Herowood FM in Greater Peterborough as oh, a newsreader. Beautiful. Did you get paid? reporter. Yeah, not very much, though. Oh, you got money. Um, and it's tough to get into radio, and I don't really know, and I'm thinking when, when I get into this new house, some of the things we, I, I want to make a little sort of weekly five-minute video on how to do podcast. you know, not the technical aspects of doing podcasts, but just how to do podcasts, and maybe we'll do little talks on how to get into radio and stuff like that. Don't know. But um, there's a local BBC radio station that's asking for new untapped talent, mm. new presenters. Oh, that's good. It is good, isn't it? But they get, what, they get a presenter job straight away? Well... 
Let's have a little look at the online video that they've put up on you on Twitter, and then we'll then we'll then we'll delve a little deeper. So so this is um, uh, let's have a little listen. You have a passion for Nottinghamshire, right? Then you could become a presenter on BBC Radio Nottingham. It's for a brand new show, five nights a week from seven pm. You could be from here, or here, or here, or here. Come here to the Royal Concert Hall for the open auditions on Saturday the 28th of July. Just click on the link for more information. And by October, you could be sitting here presenting your very own radio show. Hi, I'm What did you make of that so far? Are they presenters? Could be. I clicked on the link. Should we have a little look at the link? Because this is great. Although, so they're having auditions for... for OK, right, it's not... It's not generally how it how it works. No, because they've got a really good. There's a, a journalism trainee scheme yeah. um, that you can also be. What did they have that that time when we just before we left? They were doing a thing, weren't they, where someone got mentored yeah. for yeah. Uh, okay. six months a year. This is an so we click on the, the BBC website. This is an extraordinary opportunity for you to get your own show on this BBC local radio station. It's a brand new show, five nights a week, five Monday to Friday, out. from seven pm on air from the autumn. I've got thoughts on that five nights as well. You don't need any previous presenting experience, just a passion to be on the radio. You see where this is going? You'll be the sort of person who's full of energy and charisma and loves the area. You'll have an authentic voice of the area. This new show will celebrate the diversity of the city and county. To apply, come to Opens. Oh, I'm so tempted to go. I'm so tempted to go. We're in Manchester. Come to Open Auditions on Saturday the 28th of July at Level 2 Foyer, the Royal Concert Hall. Get well prepared and arrived arrive at the venue for night from 9:30 to register final entry for registration will be 4 p.m last audition last audition will be 5 p.m there's no guarantee you'll be seen depending on the number of people who want to audition so already it's like you might not get in okay you need to give your contact details da, la, la. um auditions round one you see where this is going yet so they're doing it like the x factor you will appear in front of a panel of judges with talent show style buzzers. Oh, no. Come on. The audition will take place in the foyer, not the big stage. This is to, to find talent to present a radio show. You have up to 60 seconds to tell your story. Your story could be about you or something local that you care about. In fact, anything so long as it's your own story. Each judge will give a verbal yes or no. Three or more yeses means you're, you're through to round two. Round two. A short list will be drawn up by the management team. The team will look at video and audio recorded in round one of the people who got three or more yeses. Right. So round two is the management look at the video of the people in round one. What happens next? If successful, you'll be contacted the following week. Be asked to complete an application form and will be invited for an interview. This will include a voice test. Working for the BBC. If you're successful in being selected for this opportunity, you'll be employed by the BBC on a 12-month fixed-term contract. On average, you'll be working 35 hours a week, typically Monday to Friday, 2 o'clock in the afternoon till 10pm. You'll be given training and be supported by BBC producers. You could be hosting your own show on BBC Radio by October. Terms and conditions. 
You'll be responsible for meeting your own travel expenses. The auditions, there's no parking at the venue. No food or re- refreshments will be provided at the auditions. You might have to queue outside, so check the weather. Successful auditionees will be contacted and name publicised on BBC Radio, possibly TV, and online. Unsuccessful auditionees will not be recorded. You may be filmed and audio recorded by the BBC, and your audition may be used by the BBC for broadcast and or appear on BBC online website. So yeah. thanks for turning up. We've got loads of free content. Do you know what I'm thinking? Yeah. High fives all round, because we're going to take this to that local radio award thing where we can show off the fact that I we're doing something is, creative. I think this is disgusting. I think this is absolutely disgusting. There's more. Uh, you need to be 18 years old, but there is. this is your one and only chance to audition. No other dates are available. Last audition will be five. There's no guarantee you'll be seen. There is no payment or expenses for the audition or second round interview. Um, we may use the inf- uh, We are not. Able- the BBC refuses reserves the right to refuse entry. But is that job paid at the end? Who knows? Who knows? What's this? Hang on a second. Is right this- now we're on BBC Radio Nottingham. We've got Jay Littles on the radio right now with inspiration. Is you? Oh, yo, I see you, cousin. I was there when teachers said you want to amount to nothing. No amount of bad energy could account for nothing. You overcame every obstacle and mountain coming. Studied hard to graduate with a first. I'm glad you stay getting everything you deserve. Who needs famous? Your true inspiration. Some some video advertising it. So. I think that's awful. So um so there's a there's a job going hosting a radio show, right? And there are loads of really talented people out there that work in the industry or or producers or are bubbling under or whatever that might want to go for it. So so no no one who's done it before is going to go for an open audition because that's crazy, right? It's absolutely crazy. So so that so people that 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 might no one's going to go for that, right? Um, so it's great that new people are getting seen, fantastic, but. They're recording you so that they can play it out on the radio and probably on the local TV show as well. So they're getting free content out of people. They've, it's the BBC, and they've nicked a format from ITV. It's not that original, the yes-no thing, but it's X Factor. Britain's Got Talent. That's what it is. They've nicked that format. Um, and it, management it's not really a talent show anyway because management will see the video. Basically, it's a whittling down process for management to go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you get invited... It, it just sounds like a right load of old bollocks, and it's exploitative, and it will. I, I just, I can't quite put my finger on why I think it's awful, but I think it's awful. Here's what I think. Go on, I'm keen to hear because I, I, I can't quite verbalise the problem I have with it. There are loads of people already working within BBC Local who never get looked at properly, who are put in pigeonholes, early doors, and you know, under the misapprehension that somehow they're going to rise through the ranks and maybe the BBC recruits from within. Yeah. And this is further evidence that actually they don't give a toss about the people they've already got. But oh. also, they're going to—they're hoping they're going to get loads of fun stuff that they can put out on, on YouTube and stuff. That's what it's about. It's about mm. clicks and likes. And I don't really think it's about helping someone get a career. And that thing about, oh, you might have to queue around the corner. You won't. I, I suspect you'll get like 25 people turning up. And and you're right. People go and start right at the bottom at the BBC. They go and make the tea, and they go and um, you know, sit in the the car, the station cars and warm them up so that they're warm to be, you know, all of that in the hope that they might get a chance to fill in for a presenter who who, who is sick one day, and then you know, that's it. And of course, I'm not against new talent. It would be great for new talent to. I just don't think doing it as a competition for people who are desperate for a job, I think, is exploitative. Yeah. 
I think it's exploitative. I also don't think it's fair on that person, right? I know what it entails doing a five-day-a-week job, right? Yeah. If th- your first job in radio is presenting a five-night-a-week show. Unless you're I, something really, really special, you're doomed I've, to um, make a... I don't know. You could really knock the confidence out of somebody. I, he, and this is me extrapolating now. I suspect they will get a team of people that um, I imagine, I don't know, that they'll have a, a professional old hand in the studio who will throw to... And here's um, here's one of our uh, presenters that we got from the open auditions that you'll heard about. This is a package put together by Steve. And then it's like, hi, I'm Steve, and I'm stood outside the, 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 the town hall to talk about busking. It'll be, I suspect it'll be that kind of thing. I don't know, but I suspect it. I hope I'm wrong, and I hope it's someone's big break. I would never, you know, oh, I'm not the sort of person who, because yes. you've been punched in the gut, someone else should get it in the yep, face. Yep, yep. All good, you know, if it works out for people. But I do think it's, it feels like it's more for their benefit than yeah. the other, per, than, the, than the successful it, auditioners and the unsuccessful auditioners. It feels like a really snarky idea to get free content out of people who are desperate for a job. I can see, I can see the clips package that they're going to put on uh, on Twitter and on YouTube, and they'll all be high fiving each other at the Gillard Awards, and uh, they might win a prize for it, like they did for those knitted poppies. Mm. Let's go to Keith. Evening, Keith. Hello, you two. Hello, nice, Keith. Nice to speak to you. I enjoyed listening to you. Um, the stuff you did with your, your sons the other day, you know, the kite making. Oh, took, yeah, yeah, we had a lovely, a good old-fashioned day. You talked talk me back to Emma when she was eight. She's 24 now. Yeah. Mine was not as good as yours, like. But, no, these are great kites. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, yeah, it was nice to hear. And uh, I just, what I want to share with you anyway, um, we've, we've had a week together this uh, this week, and we've been, <laughs> Catherine might know this in this area, um, and I, I took Emma there when she was eight. It's called Castleton, uh, which is just on the other side. It's actually in the Peak District, but it's just on the other side of Stockport, and you're about ten miles from Buxton. I don't yes. know, are you aware of it, Catherine? Is Catherine not on? I am. No. I, I don't know whether you're aware of it. I, I first came across Castleton as a. I did geology at GCSE, and you know, as a field trip, and it's uh, it's really quite a, a special spiritual place. Yes. You know. I don't know whether you were. Are you aware we, of it? We are, un, we are unaware of it. Let, we are unaware, unaware of it. Of it. Yeah. Well, so, it's so a lovely, what happens? It's a lovely, lovely place to be. Yes. Anyway, it just uh, just following on from stuff to do like that with your kids. Yeah. I, I'm I'm still in the youth hostel association. Oh. <laughs> you got, you Hang on a minute, of... but you're an old man. <laughs> You'd be surprised how many like they've got one in uh, Castlefield there yes. in Manchester. Lots of Aussies do it. Yeah. Because it's like 15 quid a year and I wouldn't like, be surprised how many old men they've got in the youth hostel like, association. Licensed restaurant, yes. excellent, excellent okay. accommodation. So hang on, you took your daughter youth hostelling? Uh, well, we've we've always done it because you know I hate. I've only ever hostelled. Well, no, once, and it was um, it was in Japan, and we thought it would be, we wanted to go to this tiny little village in the sort of northwest of Japan because there was a big festival that apparently is amazing, and it was. But we booked it late, and all the hotels were booked up. It was an incredible festival. So I found we were only going to be there for two or three nights. Three nights, I found um, a monastery that you yes, could you yes, could stay yes. in, right? It was the worst experience of my life. Yeah. I had an argument with a Frenchman about how to cook a jacket potato. Proper yeah. argument about how to cook a jacket potato with a Frenchman. Well, I had a similar experience because I went to New York, you know, like uh, under the same guise as a member of uh, the English Youth Hostel Association. 
and it was near Central Park, and it was awful. So, but the, the, in this country, the standards now. I mean, the the, the one where no. I'm talking about cap, hotels. Cap, you've got hotels. your hotels. 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 No, well, yeah, well. Airbnb. Airbnb. I said Airbnb. Hotel for me. Well, you'd be on to pay 85 quid. Yes. But, um, I would rather pay 85 quid. Like, I'm trying to share with you, like, as a tip. It's, I know, uh, but yeah, I know, and I'm trying to inject a little bit of fun into it, because that's ah, my job. Right. That's yeah, my job. Yeah, and it's... Um, that's my job. Yeah, that, that's a lovely one there in Castleton. Edale is only four miles away. Okay. Anyway, the last thing I want to share with you is that... Um, Am I allowed to inject fun in it, or do I have to sit here passively? Because now yeah, I feel uncomfortable. Yeah, for once. Okay. Right, I'll sit here passively. Yeah, because um, we, we were going to go... We stayed so two close nights, to and um, yes. we spotted a place uh, ju- uh, about 20 miles near Bakewell. Um, do you know it, Kath? Yeah, I do, actually. Okay. Oh, do you? But you probably know about the meat. And, oh, I, I, you know, I'm into sort of like Stonehenge and stuff like that. And yes, man. And check out a place co- uh, we were going to go today, but, it, it, you know, hot and tired. It was, it's called... Arbor Low, A R B. Don't spell it. Why are you spelling it? Don't spell uh, it. You can look it up. I'm not Arbor, going to. Arbor Low. Yes. And then they call it the uh, British uh, Stonehenge. Okay. Well, the uh, Brit- Stonehenge Brit- is British, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Britain has a Stonehenge. Yeah. Well, you know, north of our end, you know, and it, it's. They, well, um, why would they call it the British Stone? Because it's monolithic. It's like two, two and a half uh, BC, two and a half thousand years BC, and looks quite spe- spectacular. You know when you when you see it. Okay. We're going to go this afternoon, but it was too late and too yeah. hot. But we'll do it again. Excellent. And um, just right. tips for, for you know. Yep. And as I say, any any parents uh, who are looking for for yes. um, you know for for good accommodation and uh, fellowship, especially as a single parent. Fellowship. Um, well, I don't mean that in a... In no, I know, what you, I, I know that I, I get the word fellowship, but... Um, you know, you know, it, it, okay. it, you know um, with, with, and, and it's excellent accommodation, and I know that sounds a bit benign and boring, Go to a hotel. I just wanted to share it with well, you. Well, Keith, I'm glad you shared it with us. Thank you very much. It feels like we've seen a wonderful picture of your life, and I'm sure lots of people will be envious. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Simon and Mark, stay there. We'll be coming to you shortly. Um, an hour. I don't. You know what? If I if I were asked to what would just happen, what we done in the last hour, I wouldn't be able to tell you. I, I, honestly, I can't remember any of the stuff that we've talked about. Um, apparently, the um, online is down. So uh, listen to watch. Go to YouTube. Listen on DAB. But if you can really care, there's a pony station oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand um my name is ian lee her name is Catherine boyle we are on talk radio weeknights between 10 p.m and 1 a.m this is the late night alternative across the uk online and on dab the wild man of late night radio ian lee differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio on air and off the leash the late night alternative with ian lee on talk radio we'll get you talking here we go oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand you can hear some noise in the background um, because, and this is something that me and Catherine and the team here at, um, uh, uh, Virgin and Talk and everybody's been working on for quite a while. And a lot of people on Periscope are saying, what is the t-shirt you were wearing? Well, this is the new thing. This is Brooklyn Tidal. Tidal with an E. You've heard it here first, guys. 
this is a whole um, 360 circular online platform that we are launching it's going to be a youtube phenomenon but it's going to be even bigger than that it's going to be uh, content it's going to be pranks it's going to be um skits and sketches and songs and celebrities and unknowns and all kinds of great stuff because tv is dead tv don't work no more so we have decided that we are going to kind of build well, it's going to be an empire, Catherine. Well, that's the plan. That's the plan. And we're starting with two people. We are starting with two people that some of you will know. Well, some of you will know one of them. We've got Nico in. Nico, nice to see you again. Hello, hello, hello. Nico, this is, you didn't come into the studio last time, did no, you? We had no, you on the phone. Yeah. Talking about, uh, for those of you who remember or don't, uh, Nico, um, you went to an EDL yes, march. Yes, I did. And you are, I believe it would be fair to say, a person of colour. Yes, I, I think am, that yeah. that is... That was a. I don't know. I don't know. Was that a, was that a brave thing or was that a stupid thing <laughs> to do? That's what everyone's been saying to me. Um, I feel like I analysed the situation enough. Um, there was police and stuff there yeah. as well, so I felt like I could take the risk to, to make it work. There's some there's some tense stuff. There was the bit with um, the the guy saying that black people can't think properly or something. Oh yeah, that was at the Trump. Uh, the Trump. Yeah. Right, well, it was okay. it was like an EDL march, but like uh, like uh, all welcoming Trump. And yeah, he said uh, black people can't. Uh, can't they're men- mentally slaved. That's that was it. That was it. Yeah. Okay. That's, well, okay. And um, that, that, that was a very uncomfortable thing. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, and we got Johnny with us as well. Hey, Johnny. How's everyone doing? It, it, everyone's right. You've got to come close to these microphones. I know it looks fancy this studio, but it, it, it's rubbish. Um, now, Johnny, you're. Uh, well, I, well, I, see, I'm still learning this language. Okay, I want to really want to immerse myself in this world. A YouTuber, an influencer, what is it? Uh, I would say I'm a YouTuber uh, because. It's mainly YouTube work around. I'd say an influencer is someone who does everything on social media. Yeah. So, they, uh, but yeah, YouTuber. Okay. I would say is the and what kind of stuff? Because a lot of the listeners will be familiar with uh, Nico's work. Um, what kind of stuff do you do for those that haven't seen you before? We'll, we'll, we'll get all the plugs in in a bit as well. Um, I'd say I basically take life as it is, as someone my age and maybe people around my age younger. You're, you're a young. You're a young man. What are you? Twenty. I'm twenty. Yeah. Twenty yeah. years old. Okay. So wow. I kind of uh, direct my. Um, base my videos around this type of age and relatable things that happen yeah. but instead of just talking about them I make skits in it so like say if uh, things that happen at school yeah. I'll show examples of what happened in school and maybe over exaggerate and make it a bit more funny than what yeah. it would usually be okay um, the thing I've noticed about both your videos is y- you can do amazing stuff now with the, the ca- you can get a decent camera for a couple of hundred quid you can edit stuff the, 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 my favourite one of yours uh, Johnny is the, the um, things that happen to teenage boys and there was a lovely bit where there's two of you walking down yeah. <laughs> the street. It's nuts what you can do these days. How, how, how easy have you found it to kind of get your, your head around all this? Um, well, I did go to college and do media, but to be honest, it didn't really teach me that much. Right, it's, yeah. it's really all self-taught. I think yeah. is that with you as well. Yeah, just, yeah. It's like the more you practice it, the better you get. Yeah, just YouTube tutorials and just stuff like that. And then you just pick up stuff as you go along. Um, we got a couple of calls. Let's take a couple of calls. We've got Bill on the line. Evening, Bill. Oh, uh, hello, Ian. Bill, you're through. You're through to Nico and Johnny. What would you like to say to them? Um, I, I was actually ringing up to uh, talk to you about. Um, you, you were asking about uh, what you were telling your boy about the meaning of life and the universe and everything. What? And I'm just wondering what your conclusion you came to. And then these Nicole and was it Johnny or whatever such doing these videos uh, as such, and uh, yeah. it wrong footed me. 
Okay, well, I don't remember talking... Was I talking, Catherine, about telling my boys yeah, about... you were mi- talking about Van Daniken and, um, uh, was it, was God an astronaut, etc., etc. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I wasn't telling my boys that, because I don't want to blow their minds. I've got a theory that we lived on Mars, like, a <coughs> million years ago. Try not to cough. That we lived on Mars about a million years ago, and that because of whatever reason, a war or global warming or something, that we kind of moved here... Um, but I wasn't telling the boys. But Bill, what's what's your what's your question for? We got Nico and Johnny here. They got they got young, um, active, creative minds. What would you like to ask them? Well, are they going to be doing anything like, like on the Discovery Channels when uh, they're they're doing now famous people and things like that? I mean, something you know interesting that's uh, not mm-hmm. sort of flim flam. Yeah, Johnny, can we do anything on the Discovery Channel like they do with these famous people? Make it interesting, not flim flam. Um, not that I know of at the moment, but we never know what the future holds. Okay. All right. Does that answer your question, Bill? Sweet. Um, not particularly. It doesn't oh. make me want to sort of, uh, ch- uh, you know, go out and buy a computer, especially for that or whatever. <laughs> but, um, I tend to watch, you know, channels like the History Channels and things like that, because I prefer TV that, you know, it's a bit like... TV's dead, Bill! TV's dead! Yeah. It's dead! Well, uh, all right, says you. So, oh, how rude. Right, he's gone. Uh, let's go to Simon. <laughs> Simon, you're through to Johnny and Nico. What would you like to say to them? By the way, 0344 499 1000, if you've got any questions. What would you like to say to them, Simon? They're the future. Hi, guys. Hello. 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 Um, what I would like to say to you guys is... Is it... Uh, uh, um, uh, thanks, I'll speak to you later. Bye. <laughs> Okay, he's gone. <laughs> Great question. Although that made more sense than the call before, so... <laughs> what was that? Um, now, listen, it's, I'm so pleased. Uh, Nick, it's, it's great to, to meet you at last. It's, Johnny, it's so nice to meet you. Uh, I'm, I'm so thrilled that we're going to be working together on this Brooklyn title. Um, Nico, what, what, what does Brooklyn title mean for you? To some of this, this is the first time we kind of mention it. We're doing a soft launch. What does it mean to you, and, and why should people be excited by it? I think it's so great that we've been given an outlet to put our content on. Um, and that's why I sort of jumped at the opportunity because I mm. feel like we can like progress to the next level mm. on on Brooklyn Tidal. Okay, Johnny, and, and you, what does it what does it mean to you? Is he a twenty year old young guy? I remember being twenty five years ago, quarter of a century ago, as this guy's age. What does it mean to you, Brooklyn Tidal? Yeah, same as what Nico said. Like, it's uh, I'm grateful for this opportunity to be able to put my content on another platform and basically expand and show other people what youtube is about mm. speaking yeah. of expansion we were talking about expansion earlier on with the doctor oh best not best not go there no. okay apparently certain parts of your body expand in in the summer this is what we are hearing really oh i think i saw that on twitter yeah yeah that's <laughs> nuts it's certainly well not- it's not nuts no. <laughs> <laughs> no it's not nuts it's uh, it's a little bit um all right well listen give, give us your, your your hashtags what are your hashtags so that people can come out and there and find you online nico Johnny? defense league ndl say it again nico defense league ndl okay uh you want to find me nico or milana part of the nico defense league ndl movement you make it sound so terrifying then he's, he's, <laughs> he's not okay and, and johnny what are your hashtags um i'd say hashtags is keza army but uh to find me you probably just type in johnny carey on youtube beautiful and uh yeah i run the keza army the keza army not to be confused with what that could be ever seen as but it's because my surname's carey okay um, I'm so looking forward to working with you two. We are. This is going to be. I'm really excited. Um, listen, lovely to see you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, guys. You, Wish you the best of luck, Catherine. If you want to escort these young gentlemen off the premises, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 
exciting times. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, the switchboard is free. I tell you what we'll do between now and midnight. I'm feeling... I'm feeling sexy. Between now and midnight, we'll take calls straight to air. Put your feet up, Sam. Go and have a lie down. Go and have a, a cup of tea. Um, we'll take calls straight to air just until midnight. Uh, what that means is you call up. We will not answer. Uh, no, we will answer. Otherwise, there's no point. Of course, we'll answer. Uh, we won't call you back. You'll phone up and um, you will. Um, it will ring. And when I see you on the screen, I will click a button and you'll come on air. The only rules are don't swear. Don't be libelous. Um, don't be rude. And Well, you can be rude, actually, if you want. But just don't swear and um, don't be libelous. 03-499-1000. is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, call straight to air. That was it. Oh, can I just, by the way, my boys love the Beano, right? Love the Beano. And it's such a joy when I go round to the house to see my eldest just sat there reading his Beano comic. And uh, thank you to Beano who sent me a goodie bag packed full of stuff, including some Beano top trumps. Oh, yes, mate. That's, that's getting taken on the flight to New York. And um, they've brought back the little black plastic fan club wallets. They've brought them back with the, the badge of Nasha with the googly eyes. Oh, I'm so thrilled. So thank you, guys. Love the Beano. Uh, line one, you are on the wireless. You smell of poo and wee. I can't dispute that. I cannot, at this precise moment in my life, I cannot dispute that. I would throw into the mix the rather heady smell of sweat. And also a bit of Kath's um, uh, perfume because she had a little spritz earlier on. I smell awful. And I said, can I have a spritz of that? I don't get line two. I don't get why some scents are male and some are female. If something smells nice, it smells... I don't, I'm not averse to wearing perfume. That's good to know. Yep, okay. Um, but I think, I think traditionally there are male and female scents, aren't there? Why? Um, well, in the same way that words are male and female in some languages. That's so stupid. That's so stupid. Well, no, but in, in, in France, the, the French, some of the French are male and female verbs and nouns, aren't yeah, they? Yes, but that's obvious. Yes. Like a cat is female and a dog is male. That's obvious. Le but, you get, but you get female dogs and male cats. Yeah, but dogs are, but dogs are obviously more masculine than cats. Um, yeah. You've seen tigers, have you? Yeah, and there, there's something very feminine about them. Yeah, but they're more—they're more masculine than, say, a poodle. Well, you—you you say that. I did. Yeah, I know, yeah. but it doesn't actually make any sense. Well, I can't answer your question because I haven't been prepared. So I'm bringing something else to flummox you. Okay. How am I doing? Um, you're doing—you're doing absolutely terribly. Um, so okay, fine. <laughs> By the way, you owe me ten pence. I bought the Daily Star today, uh, no, and we're not in it. your your thing's done it. In it also, so could I get the t- also? Can I just say it's La Tigre? Wasn't aren't, aren't French animals sounding different as well? It's Did yeah. We okay, do don't try and change the subject. Tiger is masculine, mate. Right. Okay. So, so your point is you get female tigers. Yeah, but no, but tiger is masculine. And, 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 
And, and cats. in fact, female tigers are more dominant than male tigers. They bring up the children and everything, and they, they run the, the pack. OK, thanks very much for calling. Let's go to line two. Good evening, line two. Uh, Ian, hello. Hello, line two. It's Mark, Netflix correspondent. Have we got a Netflix correspondent? Well, yeah, we talked about it a, lot, a few things on Netflix the other week about... Oh, oh, uh, hang oh, on. Andrew, Andrew Giant was on Sky Atlantic. But oh, and I gave you the position of Netflix correspondent! Yes. Okay. Right, so I've just watched um, Peach Dragon, a 1977 remake with Mickey Rooney and Jim Dale with Robert Redford. You seen that with the kids? Right, so this, is, this isn't the Jim Dale version, this is the Robert Redford version. Yes. Any good? Brilliant. Oh. Absolutely brilliant. Oh, is it? That, yeah, so now that, that leads me to say, is Robert Redford the greatest actor of our generation? I... Because, uh, all right, listen, let me give you five films, yeah? Yeah. Butch Cassidy, the Sundance Kid, The Sting, The Natural, All the President's Men, Sneakers, um, six, six, all right, one more, Brubaker. I don't think I've ever yeah, seen a, Paul, a Robert Redford film. You're joking. I don't... You must have seen Butch Cassidy, the Sundance Kid. Um... I don't think I have, No. Wow, the sting? No, definitely not seen that. Du-du. I know the song. It's time for the sting. They're playing pool and they're gonna sting you. They're gonna sting you when they play pool. They'll trick you and you'll be a fool. Here is the sting. Oh. <laughs> they're gonna... Yeah, they're the words. They're the words. Yeah, they're the words. Um, I, I've and seen all. The, I've seen. A, have you ever seen a Robert Redford film? Yeah, I love Robert Redford. In okay. fact, I lent you one and I never got it back. Which one? The way we were. The way... I'm not going to watch that. Oh, oh, it's lovely, that there's, film. There's also a film on Netflix called All at Sea with Robert Redford, where, he, where he, he gets lost in the boat by himself, which is absolutely brilliant. For an actor to play, like, just no one else in it for the whole film. Oh, that would be the easiest... No, that, that people say that's tough acting. That would be the easiest acting. Films, really? films where there's only um, one person in it. Well, you don't have to wait for your part, do you? No, just keep talking. Films where there's only one person in it is a great one with Ryan Reynolds, where he um, he, he wakes up and he's in a coffin, and the whole film is in oh, a coffin. It's a, it's a great. Have you seen it? Yeah, it's yeah, a great yeah. film, oh, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, he sticks a lighter on and like, he's in the coffin. Yes, yeah, man. Yes, man. Let us <laughs> in the coffin, man. I know what I'm right, doing Ian, then. Ian, just, just two more things quickly, yeah? Yes, we're, 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 um, Listen, you've got two kids. and my, my son's seven. I'm He's obsessed with this game called Fortnite. Yeah. Like, you, you, do you know what the game I'm talking about? Of course I do, mate, because I'm, I'm, uh, my finger's on the pulse of um, Fortnite's, like, yesterday's news. Do, do you let your kids play it? Yep. I just wonder, I'm just wondering, it's, it's, it's like shooting, and the bigger guns you get, the more people you kill. Well, here's, the, here's the thing, here's the thing. Uh, I, 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 you know, my boys are eight and six, and uh, eight and a half. N- n- nearly, yeah, my nearly. boy's seven, my right. boy's seven. Uh, so and I can understand why par- some parents uh, would be worried about a um, game where you run around with a gun. I get that, and I would never judge anyone uh, who, who would, you know, who would be a bit iffy on that. I was a bit iffy on it, but I played it. Yeah. And uh, for most of the game, you don't do any shooting. It's like about ten, if you're any good, is about 10 minutes of hiding and building and 30 seconds and jumping and 30 seconds of shooting and then that's it right and yeah. it's it's um there's no blood there's no gore and it's quite unrealistic 
action. It's, it's quite cartoony, I think. Um, but so it's funny yeah. that everyone picks up on the shooting bit, but no one picks up on the building bit. No one's going, to, my kid won't stop building in the true. backyard. Yeah, true. Yeah, um, yeah, and yeah, that's the sure, main thrust sure. of the game. So I, I don't think it's pumping out evil vibes that make it addictive. I think it's addictive because it's a really good game, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I've spent more money on V-Bucks in the last month than I've spent on diesel for my Oh, taxi. well, then you're an idiot. We've not spent a penny on V-Bucks is the money you, you you use in the game to buy stuff. We, we've not spent a penny on it. I won't let the boys buy anything. So they go, they go and play the game. Well, so they don't get no skins or nothing like that? No, of course not. Why would they want skins? Oh, that's, yeah. what, that's what I'm doing wrong. How much have you spent on it, then? Uh... Well, it gets seven ninety nine every the first of every month to to, to get three hundred V bucks. Mate, that's the cost of um, level two package on Netflix. Mm. I don't. He doesn't need it. Yeah, I don't yeah. let. I do know? not let the boys make any in-game purchases. N- not at all. Occasionally, if I'm there, no, we've never made an in-game purchase. We've never made an in-game purchase. Yeah, no, he's never made it himself, but it's, uh, I've always, like I said to him, you know, and he's uh, so obsessed with it. I said, and and then now I'm thinking, am I, am I doing right by doing this by giving him seven ninety nine every month to get these three hundred V bucks to get skin or to get uh, 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 one of the things you fly through nah, the air with before nah, you touch down on nah, the on Tindley on, on Town, whatever it's called. No, nah, don't cancel it. Save the money. Save the money. And, and explain to him why. Explain to him what you're doing, because like the kids haven't got a concept of money. So explain to him, look, this is this is nearly eight yeah, quid a month, and this this would buy you, you know, two comics a week. And um, I'm stopping it because I don't, you know, I don't think you need it. And also, this is what I do with the kids. If I find them getting a little bit too um, aggy about games and stuff, I I, I turn it yeah. off. I say, right, well, we've had enough for today, so we're going to go out in the garden now, and we're going to go and play, or we're going to sit quietly with our screens mm. off and read, or we're going to go to the shops, or we're going to go to the park. Just turn it off. And my boys, oh, my, boys are good, my boys are good with, with, with me turning off. I don't know about other family members, but they're good. You can do it, man. No, no, no. I mean, no, you, I mean, you wouldn't get the ump, do you know what I mean? Yeah. He, he, like, um, if, if I turned it off, then I'd turn it off and send and you know, Tough why guy, they huh? go sort Tough of thing, guy, huh? I mean? Yeah, Mark's threatening the seven-year-old. Tough guy, Mark! <laughs> All right, ta-ta. No, nice to talk to you, mate. Ta-ta. Um, he, he's, he, I like him. He's our Netflix correspondent. I forgot we had one. Um, Boyley's back in the room. We're taking calls straight to air till midnight, just because it's too hot for... For not. For, for, it's too hot to not. It's too hot for formalised chat. Hey, right, so we're in Manchester tomorrow, going to Manchester tomorrow, mm-hmm. which is exciting. I'll pick you up about half one, two. Yes. Something like that. Yes. And we'll go drive up there. Um, we're going to Chelsea's. We're doing the show live from Chelsea's. Stockport. Stockport. No, Manchester we're going to. No, she's in Stockport. Well, how, well, that's miles away. It's like 100 miles away. No, it's not. It's near Manchester. It's in Manchester. It can't be in... It's greater Manchester. It can't be in... It is Manchester is great. I love it. But it can't be in Manchester because Manchester is the place. Stockport's like... Stockport's on the south coast, isn't it? Isn't it? You thinking of Portsmouth or Southampton? Hmm. Okay, well, I'll t- Okay, we'll, we'll look at it. Uh, okay. So we're doing the show from uh, Chelsea's tomorrow. Yeah. And so tomorrow at midday, we, I'm going to tweet her address... And everybody's welcome to turn. I'm joking. You can hear Chelsea's family going, what? So we're doing that. And then uh, Saturday lunchtime, Kath and I are going to go to Annie's, uh, which is uh, Jenny uh, Jenny McAlpine's Cafe Restaurant Diner. 
and we're going to go and have some food there. Mm-hmm. And then in the evening, uh, the show starts at 7.30, I think, maybe 7. I think it's 7.30. I don't really know or care. We'll be doing the possibly the last ever rabbit hole show in Manchester because uh, it's been a really hard work. So there's only two tickets left. There are two tickets left in a really small venue that mm. we should have sold out like that. So, um, I don't know. But, but, People are busy. It's the summer holidays. Screw those losers. All that stuff. Yeah, it's on. true. I know I it's tough. It. I, we get it. But if you want the last two tickets, ticket source. No, if you go to ianlee.com slash event. And also you'll see uh, all of the other tour dates there. Manchester, uh, Manchester, Edinburgh in September, Glasgow. I think it's like the second, the first Saturday and Sunday mm-hmm. in September. It's Edinburgh and then Glasgow. Boy, oh boy, we're going to take a hit on that. I've just had to get £120 worth of posters printed up. We've sold 30 tickets in each venue that holds about 200. Plus we've got to get the flights and the hotel we, and, we're, uh, and the train from Edinburgh to Glasgow. But... No, don't. We're taking the show out of London, and that was always the aim, yeah. all right? And sometimes it's going to work, and sometimes it ain't. Yeah, that's right. But it'll be nice. Um, so if you want to come, oh, three, four, four. No, what am I doing? What are you Sorry. doing? I am the same, you know. IanLee.com slash event. IanLee.com slash event. And it's got the dates and the ticket links and all of that. What I'm most looking forward to? Yeah. Having a really good lie-in. <laughs> because my mum's away. I think it's very bad of her because no one's looking after the Selfish. kids for an hour in the morning so I can have a kip. Selfish. I am just not functioning very well at the moment. And I'm only on week one. They've got another week off. What do you mean they've got another week My off? Mom oh, and your dad, parents. The kids have got another, what? what Five. Oh, God. Really? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Don't fall asleep in the car tomorrow. I want entertainment. Well, you always fall asleep when I'm driving. I do no such thing. I yeah, provide the... provide witty entertainment. Once the sweeties are gone, you're out like a light. I provide bon mots for the whole journey. <laughs> you do not. I do. I'm a funny guy. I'm a funny guy to be in a car with. If I'm driving, I'm even funnier because I do funny driving. Do like um, Mr. T driving. Yeah. Where you just turn the steering wheel like that. Do, that, do all that shiz, man. Please don't. Yeah, we have, we have great laugh. Got some great. Um, got some great uh, 1968 rare German psychedelia by the group Can to listen to it tomorrow. We'll be listening to a Can box set I got. We'll okay. Okie dokie. Call straight to air 03444991000 just until midnight and then we'll um, do something else. Then we'll do something else. Oh, I tell you what, me and Kath need a little bit of help as well. We are giving a talk in September um, uh, like a radio kind of conference all the big wigs are going to be it's how we got this job we, we went there and sold ourselves uh, and it's, how, it, it's all the big wigs are going to be there all of the big names are going to be there but actually we don't really have a clue what to talk about it's like 12 it'd be 12 or 15 minutes 12 minutes probably um talk to our peers and those above us uh, the joe wileys and uh those below us i won't mention their names um but we don't know what i haven't got a clue what we can talk about last time we talked about how important it is to have a good presenter producer relationship something i don't actually agree with anymore no, but god no i mean sweet jesus christ no oh um and as it will be proven when you're off for two weeks and i do i do even better shows i do good shows i do great shows i'll do, I do the greatest shows of all time the two weeks that you're well, off. i mean don't hold back now hmm? do one now no, not that. Um, no, no, I won't. 
I, don't, I won't. Oh three four four. Four nine nine. Yeah, one thousand. That's that's rude. But I won't rise. I won't rise to that level. I won't respond to that because I'm not um, a simpering little girl child who um, is. Um, don't be sexist. Why do you have to bring girls into it? Because that's what you are. Because you, apparently you have a, a vagine. Although, <laughs> although the test results came back inconclusive. So who knows? Maybe your maybe your dick's grown in the heat. Um, so I won't sink to your level of just throwing out cheap insults because I'm better than that because I am Ian Lee. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine or one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Let us go to the Daily Star text page and see if we made it no hi ed any chance of a photo of casey derham wow such a beauty tar anon um i think we might have added then because they only do one 90s babe a month don't they who's katie derham she was a newsreader in the 90s or noughties only halfway through the show um here we go. This first text from Yowza. Mm-hmm. The young people today seem to be all barking mad. What with all this student so-called snowflake nonsense about banning ABBA lyrics and painting over Rudyard Kipling, Rudyard Kiping poems at Manchester <laughs> University. They need to grow up and wake up. It's a big bad world out there and it will come along and punch them in the face if they're not prepared for real life. <laughs> the ABBA lyrics story was, was nonsense. Though, what wasn't was it? it? I didn't hear it. The snowflakes have changed the lyrics... In the new Mamma Mia film, and there should be your clue, guys. That that film has got a huge publicity machine behind it. So any story about that, you know it's been put out there by the machine, right? So the story was, Snowflake, it was early this week, Snowflakes um, have changed the lyrics of a Mamma, of an ABBA song to make it politically correct. And the song is um, uh, I, When I Kiss the Teacher, right? But they... But, 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 they haven't changed the lyrics to make it politically correct. They've changed the gender because it's, uh, uh, the original song is a woman singing to a man. Yes. I think, well, they've made it the other way around. So it's a boy singing about an older woman. Right. So they've rewritten. The, for the, the character. The, they've rewritten for the character. So the whole thing is completely, the, the lyrics have all changed. So it's not a snowflakey PC thing. They've done it to fit the story. That's what Because it's a is. jukebox musical. So that's nonsense. Hmm. Um, in the 70s, we called today's snowflakes... This is Lily the Pink. In the 70s, we called today's snowflakes pansies. Both terms an insult to the hardy, strong plant and the intricate beauty of a snowflake. I now choose to call these do-gooding wastes of space lumps. Little useless, mindless prats. Come on, texters. What would you call these intolerable people? Um, right, we have to reply to this. Get ready to send a text. Again? It's not me, by the way, is it? It's... Uh, what was your name? Uh, Stebsy. Stebsy. Stebsy, right. Newcastle. Um, so, okay. This is to eight... Eight, double, five, two, five. Right, Start and... at D star. One word. Yeah. 
Um, so, okay, what are we going to call snowflakes? He's got, he's called them. So you, you say, I agree with Lily the pink. Let's not call them snowflakes. Let's call them. And then we want like an, an anacronym. We, let's, let's think of the word and work backwards. Shits. Pricks. Knobs. Would they print pricks? Yeah. Do that. P-R-I-C-K-S. We may not need the C. Let's see. We don't need the C. I agree with Lily the Pink about. We need to say because it'll be in the next, it'll be some days. Yeah, uh, about snowflakes, about renaming snowflakes. We should call them pricks. P-R-I-K-S. All right, let's work this out. 0344-499-1000 if you can help us here. Um, uh, pathetic. There we go. We're in. Pathetic. Um, pathetic. I'm so bad at word games. Right. Um, that the I can be idiots. Idiotic. Pathetic. Raging. Idiotic. Kid shits. No, we won't put shits. Sorry, why not? Hang on. What are you doing? I need to give them the date, otherwise they're not going to put oh, it in. Goodness, oh, I need to refer it to, to it properly. No, the, mate, it's the text page on the Daily Star. They don't back-reference the date. Well, they should. They should be well, they don't, though, but it's idiots that text in. Why are we even doing this? What even is this? Let's call them. Pathetic, ridiculous, idiotic, charmless. We don't need the C. Oh, okay. That's just that's just making things more. That just makes things that makes things more complicated. It's easier than a K. Well, we have to have the K. Why? For pricks. If you put a C, we'll get the same noise. No, you won't. You'll get prices. No, you won't. Don't put an E on the end. Hmm? Huh? No, you can't. That doesn't look well, like... What, how are you going to spell it then? All right, all right. But you do it then. You do it. What about cooks? Pith- what? Pathetic, ridiculous, idiotic cooks. Cuck suckers. Okay. Try it. I don't think it's going to work. Well, then put, put in what you think is going to work. I don't care. Bored of this already. Cook. Slingers. Stupids. Cuck stupids. (laughs) Yeah. I love it when Kath makes herself laugh because she's a real (laughs) tough crowd, I find. Ha. Mm. I'm going to put. Should we order a pizza? No. I'm really hungry. I know, but we've both been saying we're getting chubby. Well, I'm not... No. And it's not the heat that's doing it to me. I know, but I'm not going to even... Be... I'm 16 stone, and I'm... Uh, uh, and I... Here's the thing. When I came off the metazapine, which was the, 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 the antidepressant that I thought was making me fat, and I was 16 stone, and I came off, and I dropped right down to just below 15 stone, and then I piled it all back on to 16 stone again. I weighed myself. 
so i think that that is now the shape i'm in i hate it i hate my body i think i'm disgusting i look at myself in the mirror and i'm disgusted by it it's fat belly and these big tits hang i hate it honestly it's horrible but i can't do nothing until i move once i move i'm gonna have my bike with me i'm gonna go uh, uh, bicycling uh bike 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 biking i'm gonna go uh running and i'm gonna make more i'm gonna cook you have fresh things in your fridge mm, yeah baby so should we, are you hungry i am hungry but no we shouldn't have a pizza we shouldn't so, I'll tell you what, let Sam be the dividing, the deciding dividing vote. Sam, open up your. Uh, Sam, are you hungry? Open up your microphone. I say yes to pizza. Okay. <sighs> He's a bad, bad boy. He did a bad, bad thing. He did a bad, bad thing. I'll order a pizza. You do the show. Well, no, because you're going to order something horrible. Well, no, I'm not going. What do you mean? I, there's no such thing. Um, I'm not going to order something horrible, deliver to me. Deli- why, why do they even have an I'll collect button? Let's see one thing. Do you want a story about a bush? <laughs> yes, I do. Gardener slams drunks who pull apart the legs of his privet lady and pretend to have sex with elaborate bush. That's an actual headline. Wowzers. Okay, so everyone brace yourselves. This is going to be this is going to be nasty. This is in the Daily Mirror online, and uh, it must be true. Hang on. They've put an advert on, so I can't... Right, come on. Come on. We need to hear this story. Oh, man, come on. Oh, please, guys, don't mess with me. Right. (laughs) Keith Tyson says his privet lady, shaped like a reclining woman is being damaged by disgusting people climbing on top of her. I'm so not I'm so not listening, I'm sorry. A furious gardener has blasted drunken revellers pretending to have sex with his hedge. What do you want? Um have you got what uh a, have you got a New York I'll have a New Yorker. I don't know what that mm, it's delicious. Okie dokie. All the meats. Okie dokie. Oof. Keith Tyson says his privet lady, shaped like a reclining woman, constantly be- keeps being damaged by disgusting people climbing on top of her at night. He said, they're climbing on top of her and pulling her legs apart. You know, it's disgusting. They're I just... mounting his bush and humping Yeah, do you want it? to see it, though? I mean, disgusting maybe doing it, but, I mean, this is what he's, this is what he's imagined and made. <laughs> 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 She's got a pearl necklace on! <laughs> We're all going to share each other's pizzas, right? Yeah. Okay. She's got a she's got a pearl necklace on. Her legs are not together, and she's got one hand. She's like paint me like one of your French girls. Imagine that pose. Sam, what do you want? Pepperoni. Okay, buddy. Simple simple tastes. Simple tastes for a simple guy. He told the BBC. It makes me feel a bit sick, really, because I'm thinking, no, no, that's just not the way to behave in lots of ways. Mr Tyson from Sheffield has sculpted the hedge for 40 years. It started out as a Greek god, but Mr Tyson opted to turn it into a reclining woman in 2000. And he's now considering putting up a sign or an alarm to curb the behaviour. Keep off my bush. (laughs) He added, it's not always a guy, actually. Sometimes it's women who climb on her. I don't want them to behave like that with my privet lady. She's too privet or private, you know. (laughs) 
Mr Tyson studied at the Royal College of Art in London in 1960 and has won awards for his designs. <laughs> that That's topiary, isn't it? It is topiary. It's kind of a dying art. Everyone, what's in at the moment? Uh, um, cubes. Everyone seems to have a cube, don't mm. they? Which I think is, is a weird thing, but I like that. There's a big mushroom near my house. I think that's a bit lazy, though. Yeah. It's quite easy to do. Yeah, yeah. Um... Who can be bothered, though? I mean, this is very elaborate, mind. And, yeah, he has put a, an actual pearl necklace that's, on her. That's that's weird, isn't it, line one? Hello, line one? That's not me, is it? Yes. Yes, it is, mate. Hello? Um, I never went through to Sam. No, we're taking calls straight to air. Thanks for listening to the show. Oh, no, I, I, I'm really sorry. I've just come into my hotel room, so I, I've got to admit, I haven't been listening until three minutes ago. There we go. Always, always, this guy's always got the excuses. This guy's always got the excuses. Okay, well, you're on the air now, so let's, let's, let's get to that content. Catherine is becoming filthier as she gets older. Hello? I'll let you deal with that one, that one Catherine, because I'm still ordering Hello? pizza. Okay, and your evidence for this would be? Just, it's, it's, it's almost now on a daily occurrence. I... Okay, now, um, did you hear Ian talking about his penis earlier yeah. on? Did you hear him talking about his balls yesterday? No, I, I, so, why is it different I for me than yes, it is for him? yes. Yeah, okay. So, well, but you're not you're not keeping he, school with Ian. That's interesting. <laughs> well, because he's always been a deviant, but you haven't. You you always sort of the classy sort of side of the. I've been part. rubbing off on her. I feel he's drugged you down. He missed that one. I've been rubbing off on her. There you go. There's another one. <laughs> that's unbelievable. There we go. Thank you very much indeed. Pizza is ordered. I wasn't even didn't even know what he was talking about. Let's go to those ads. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We'll take calls straight to air till one o'clock because it's it's a little bit quiet on the phones and um, more tweet uh, more texts on the Star page. I that Jennifer Jennifer friend Whitley Bay says. I think the new Mamma Mia film is is Islamophobic. Oh. There's no representation of Muslims or Muslim culture in it whatsoever. That's a joke from an Islamophobe. Um, Then there's lots of texts about... um, And I refuse to use the phrase, and you will never hear me see... You will never hear me say the phrase... The Jihadi Beatles. No. You just won't hear me say it because I think that to call those guys the Jihadi Beatles is disrespectful to music, disrespectful to Paul McCartney, disrespectful to the widow of George Harrison and disrespectful to Vox Amps. I will not call them that. No. Also, it adds them an air of cool that they it don't deserve. certainly does. So you will never hear me say that. So I call them the Jihadi Mersey Beats because that band were rubbish. Um, and... Um, lots of texts about them being sent to America, possibly to face the death penalty. Okay, and Labour saying they disagree with that. Um, 
Uh, I always understand that dummy spitter Dom Grieve and wit challenge Diane Abbott would prefer the Syrians free to mass murderers, oh alleged, rather than see them tried in the USA. That's from Treble. Ex-Labour voter says Diane Abbott is mortified the so-called Beatles terrorists may now face execution. These people were involved in many horrific executions and deserve to die. Uh, B. Todd says... Um, Diane Abbott, shame on you, sticking up for murderers. I wonder if she would feel the same if it was one of her family beheaded by those monsters. Maybe there should be a referendum to bring back capital punishment in the UK. An eye for an eye. I don't think the people who were affected directly by a crime should be the ones no. making the laws. Jimmy Wiggins says, can't believe in this country moaning that we could allow US to hang the two ISIS Beatles thugs. They'd still be killing, killing innocent defenseless people who are free. Well, here's, here's the thing, right? Um, my knee-jerk reaction when I heard that they were going to go to the United States and possibly face the death penalty, my knee-jerk reaction was, oh, gr- good, actually, I don't really care. I, I'm against the death penalty, but I, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't good. I'm against the death penalty, but my reaction lasted about three or four days, which is quite long for a knee-jerk reaction, was, I don't really care. But I'm not going to miss those guys. I don't care. M- maybe the death penalty is the right way to go for them because they are scumbags and mm-hmm. they you know what they did was horrific but then the more i think about it um the more i realize that no of course they shouldn't if you're against the death penalty which all sensible right-minded people are um they shouldn't go uh, uh and face execution because it has to be if you're against the death penalty it has to be an absolute it has to be an absolute there can't be any well except for it's got to be you either don't mind if people get executed by the state or you object to people being executed by the state and so once my initial knee-jerk reaction of beheadings and orange suits and horrendous crimes that they were connected with and they did um no they shouldn't be executed because we are we're better than that we're be- we're better than that and also the death penalty doesn't work as a deterrent because I don't know. They seem to have quite a lot of murders in states in America where they have the death penalty. And also, the you know, if you reintroduce the death penalty, Derek Bentley, ladies and gentlemen, you know, you can never be 100 percent sure that someone did what they did. So um, innocent people will die. That's right. So you can't you can't. So and I think I don't, I'm not really been following the story all that well. But aren't Labour just saying, well, no, we're against the death penalty. Mm. So as a nation so no they shouldn't face the death penalty also let's remind ourselves we've gone wading into other people's government business and trying yeah. to bring them democracy and tell them that we are surely humankind is better than some of the things that they're doing mm. but then but then we go killing people in the name of and also if i got this right because it, it's a, it, as all of these stories are it's significantly more nuanced than sajid javid has said i don't mind if you kill them because because they're no longer British citizens, they wouldn't have come here anyway. Mm. They certainly wouldn't have been extradited here or, or brought here for, for um, uh, to go to court because they're not British citizens anymore. That's been removed, whether that's legal or not. So I think the only options were available were Syria releases them, they go to Guantanamo Bay, or they go and face trial in America where they will probably be executed. Those were the only three options. And so he's kind of said... Well, our preferred option is they go to America and it's not uh, they go to America. So I hope you kill them. It's they go to America and we realize that they might face the death penalty because because freeing them in Syria would be stupid. And Guantanamo Bay is a farce that, you know, of, uh, and also they're talking about closing it all the time, aren't they? Aren't well, they? maybe not Trump now. Maybe. Hello, line one. You're on the wireless. 
Hello, caller. You're live. What, what would you like to say, caller? Hello, sexy caller. What would you like to say? Okay, you borrowed it. Let's go to line two. Hello, line two. Uh, Andre. Hello, Andre. Is that James? Yes, it is. What would you like to say to James? Well, to Ian, really. I've got, a little, I've got my lappy open and I've got a bit of a tune ready to sing. Okay, away you go. Right, is he there? Yes. Right, hold on. Lovely airwaves to myself, please. Just just play, just sing the song, please, caller. Yeah, okay. Thanks for the warming up. Here we go. Okay. And turn your radio off, caller. Yeah, hold on. Oh, I'm going to get up now, aren't I? Yeah, there he's going to get up! Hold on, it's starting. Okay. Let's go to line three. Hello, line three. Hello. Hello, turn your radio off. Or put the phone down. The choice is yours. <laughs> he went for the latter. Okay. Um, Bill the Ghost says, these these texts really are amazing. Here's... Gosh, I've just seen the text above it. I'll get to that in a second. Let's do the fun one first. This is the fun misogynistic one first before we do the nasty oh, one. Oh, great. Um, here's a tip for keeping cool. This is from Bill the Ghost. Here's a tip for keeping cool in this hot weather. Put a hot water bottle in the freezer, then take it to bed with you. It's better than cuddling the missus. And here's one from a guy called Stocky Shell. This is one of the most... This this will blow your mind. I'm, I, 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 can, I can barely read it. Greeks have a cheek asking for us to help with their fires... Where were they when we had Saddleworth fires? Were the Saddleworth fires the moors up north? Mm-hmm. How many people died? Um, I don't think anyone died. Let me right. check. Because the Greek fires, and I've not listened to the news all day, but by 10 o'clock this morning, 80 people had died in the Greek fires and dozens were still missing. Um you know that, that that total is going to be over 100 people that have died. So, Stocky Shell, you racist, um, probably EDL-supporting little shit. What, what an obnoxious, obscene... Th- you, imagine that... He thought, bloody Greeks, asking for help. It's a tragedy beyond any tragedy we've had here they shouldn't even be you're right they shouldn't be asking for help we should be going over there we should be going over there sending the army over there or whatever saying right where do you want us what can we do what can we do what isn't that incredible besides which there are if, if you're bothered about nationality mm. uh, and and that's how you weigh the, the we value of life give him the double whammy there are our people trapped in it too yeah there's Brits. Uh, there's at least what what, what there's, there is a Brit family that is missing. Yep. That haven't been located yet. So you know, I mean, <laughs> what a horrible thing. Not only to think that, but to think I'm going to text that into the Daily Star. Oh, it doesn't surprise me at all. I'm going to spend my twenty five pen- pence plus my usual network charge to text in something really obnoxious and horrible about one of the worst tragedies that has been seen on mainland Europe for years. It's the kind of boring balls you'll hear in any pub <laughs> after about, you know, half past ten, once the beers have started to settle. It's, it's people like Stocky Shell, 
the, the, I, I keep, I hate this country because of people like that. And I know that every country's got people like that. Yeah. I know that. But I hate, I hate this country because people like that. Just, is my free speech? No, it's not. Your free speech shows you're a racist, ignorant dick. Hello, line one. Yeah, sorry, I've got a few technical problems there on my laptop, yeah? Okay. And I can get it, get it right, but um, hopefully I'll, I'll try later if you want me to. That would be... What, you can, can you not do it now? Uh, is that Ian or James? Thanks for calling. Let's try line two. Hello, line two. When they've rearranged the world. We'll start the next hour with that. That's a great song. That's the best song Matt Munro ever did. I wish he did more up-tempo songs. I don't like the Matt Munro ballads. I like the voice. Great voice. Milkman, wasn't he? Or Postman? Yeah, Milkman. Um, and you know the name of his son? Matt Munro Jr. Um, which is a strange thing for a British family to do. I love his voice, but I just don't like the syrupy ballads. I, I find them... The... They're not for you. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. You're not. But but that song I love. I wish he'd done more... Dun, 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 that, that kind of tempo kind of pop songs i love the vibe on that um we're just kind of bumbling along tonight it's thursday night it's nearly the freaking weekend baby i'm about to have me some fun uh we've got an hour to go we got pizza coming um we got, we got food coming guys you know so it's gonna be a chilled 60 minutes of broadcasting coming up uh and we'll take carry on taking calls straight to air until paul ross comes in and complains about the stench of pizza and farts in the studio sorry paul them's the breaks uh if you want to give us a call don't dial us up just yet i'll let you know when you can this is the late night alternative with ian lee and Catherine boyle on talk across the uk online and on dab who has made a covenant with the night and with the darkness he is in agreement uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation the late night alternative with ian lee on talk radio we'll get you talking Gulped down her breakfast, shut the fridge and joined the throng. Margaret Beatty snatched the milk and scanned the news and went along. Annie Harris drew the curtains, screwed her eyes up, had a beat. Saw the marchers, heard their voices making early morning noises. Stumbled back to bed and tried to sleep. Come with us, run with us. We're gonna change the world, you'll be amazed So full of praise, when we've rearranged your world We're gonna change your world Shuffling through the cold black morning Went the marcher's spirits low Grunting greetings, grimly pressing On to where they had to go the sun came up, they brightened, stopped to have their thermos brew. Annie Harris got up gladly, pondered for a little sadly. Then got on with what she had to do. 
their target numbers swollen Up the marches, banners go Chanting, shouting out with leaflets Protest for everyone to know Sit in front of all the traffic Harry busy shopping wives Try to stir their ostrich notions Whip them up to wild emotions Put some fire into their wretched lives So come Change the world, you'll be amazed, so full of praise when we rearrange your world. We're gonna change your world. Shirley Woodward's drag still sitting by a policeman from the road. Margaret Beatty had her face slapped by a man she tried to goad. Annie Harris in the office paused in typing, thought of Don, glanced again at his last letter, died for others to live better, brushed away a tear and carried on. Come with us, run with us, we're gonna change the world, you'll be amazed, so full of praise, when we And um, that's what they should have adopted as the theme tune to the Free Tommy March. I think <laughs> I think it might have been a lot more fun than it was. Too many complicated words in it. Too many complicated words for the racists. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Call straight to air. Here for another hour. But let's be honest, we're not really here. We're just waiting for our pizza. Hey, you know, tomorrow there's going to be a blood moon. Oh, what does that mean? It means it's red, doesn't it? Yes. Yes, go on. Tell us about it. Okay. On Friday, a blood moon is set to light up the night sky, but some people yes. believe it could actually bring about oh. the end of the world. Hang on. Sorry. Say that again? Which bit? The, the last bit, the dramatic bit. The end of the world. Again? I like mine quite hard, and then I like to put it all in my mouth at once. No, that wasn't mm-hmm. the clip I wanted. Again, go again, again. The end of the world. Don't be so silly, cat. There we go. We've got to tell us about it. Tell the, us. The lunar eclipse, which occurs roughly twice a year, will turn our rocky satellite to deep, coppery shade of red. <laughs> They mean the, the, the rocky satellite. They mean the moon, yeah? Yeah. Wow. They found they couldn't think of something better. Big cheese ball. <laughs> A rocky satellite. Come on. Yes. A coppery shade of red and is the result of the passing of the shadow of the Earth. When the light retracts, no, refracts differently in the atmosphere and hits the moon, it makes it appear red. During a total eclipse, the entire moon is in shadow and it appears blood red. Blood red. Friday's striking lunar eclipse is expected to be one of the longest seen this century, at roughly an hour and 43 minutes. Despite its purely scientific origins, I like the way they're trying to allay the fears of people who point at planes. (laughs) (laughs) Despite its purely scientific origins, the blood moon is thought by many to be a mystical sign of doom. It's not. 
Here are some of the most prominent myths and conspiracy theories. Are you ready, everyone? Here we go. What paper is this from? The Mirror. Okay. Biblical prophecy. Some believe that the blood moon relates to hidden messages in the Bible. Oh, jeez. Describing the end of the world. The Bible code. Doomsday ministers John Haggie and Mark Blitz first popularised the blood moon prophecy in 2014, suggesting that the ongoing tetrad, four consecutive lunar eclipses, is the indicator of the end of the earth. I just dropped my guts while you were doing that little bit there. As no one noticed. That is more likely to bring about the apocalypse. <laughs> if I taste that, you're dead. You wait You wait until the car journey. Oh, it's my no. car, window shut. Carry on, Catherine. <laughs> so horrible. Yes, yes, yes. All right, so we're talking about the end of the earth as described in the Bible in Acts 2.20 and Revelation 6.12. The Bible is a... Listen, guys, the Bible's a great... Well, bits of the Bible are great. You know, there's some fun bits in there. There's some good stories in there. But it's made up. It's not It's not true. It's not the word of God. And actually, some of it's quite badly written. Well, let's see how the mirror handles this one. Okay. The first eclipse in the prophesied tetrad took place on April 15, 2014 and was followed by blood moons on October 8, 2014, April 4, 2015 and September 28, 2015. 15. So, the prophecy didn't work out quite as the preachers expected. The theory is interpreted from the book of Joel, which says... The, <laughs> sun... Hang on, the book of Billy Joel? What? Mm-hmm. Which says, tell her about it. Tell her all your crazy dreams. <laughs> quite good for you. Which says... Normally your jokes aren't The sun good. will turn into darkness and the moon into blood before oh. the great and terrible day of the Lord comes. A similar passage in the book of Revelation reads, And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became as black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood. Unsurprisingly, the prophecy has been repeatedly dismissed by astronomy experts. Okay. Horoscopes. So? Do you want to know about that? No, not really. Let's see what else they got. Basically, what they're saying is... Native American legend? Oh, those guys. What they're saying is, due to um, a natural phenomenon, the moon's going to be a slightly different colour for a couple of nights, and we've got to fill a page. Yeah. South American myth. I mean, those guys. African myth. And when we're talking about South American myth, we're talking about an extinct civilization, the Incas. Um, Aren't people daft? Um, anyway, the moon will look weird. Have a look at it tomorrow. Is it full? Is it a full moon? Because it was. Mm. It's been big the last couple of nights, and that does. I do. I do buy into this thing that full moons. If this pizza doesn't come until like just before we leave, I'm going to be furious. Um, because like full moons, I do think has an effect on the mental abilities of callers of of the mental abilities of human beings Mm. maybe animals as well i don't know but certainly uh human beings because you do notice a difference uh of focus a lack of focus on callers to late night radio shows every time sam moves i keep thinking he's just had Mm. a message saying that the pizza's arrived so can can you can we tell him just to sit still until the pizza actually arrives can you remain stationary thank you mate thank you thank you um Oh, I've totally lost my train of thought because of that toss pot. You think that the full moon has an effect on people's um, equilibrium? Yeah, sure. We all thought CDs had put a stop to the cassette tape. Fast forward to 2018, however, and it (gasps) seems music fans are rewinding the clock. Sales of cassette tapes have boomed by 408% in the past five years. Yeah, they're making kind of... And they're trying to equate this uh, to, like, the, the comeback in vinyl. Um, which it isn't, because vinyl's still... Vinyl's selling more than it was, say, 10, 15 years ago. But it's still a drop in the ocean compared to what it was selling 
30 years ago. Mm. You know, it's a drop in the ocean. And um, cassettes, I was never a fan of albums on cassette you know the official albums cassettes were great tdk c90s were the were the best never wanted a c120 because the tape was too thin uh c60s i always thought just a little bit too short c90 tdk classic was great for putting um sometimes two albums on sometimes two and sometimes three albums if they were like late 60s beach boys albums sometimes two albums and all the related singles um, or sometimes just taping a load of weird stuff off the radio willy-nilly as you were. The, the C90 is the perfect link. Making a mixtape. Making a mixtape. Oh, man. The C90 is the perfect um, length for that. And the cassette I've, king. It was. And when, again, I get the new house, going to set up my nads, get my nads out and, and dust them off. Uh, make it a joke, because as I'm talking about going nads, it's actually the, the brand of it. I've got, I've got double tape deck, and I'm going to I'm gonna hook that bad boy up. I've got some tapes. I've not got many tapes now. I had a bit of a clear out, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the, get that rocking and a rolling. I might even make some mixtapes. I'd love to have a tape player in my car again. Mm. I'd love to. But, you know, people don't um, believe in that anymore, do they? No. I haven't even got a CD player in my car now. That doesn't make sense to no. me. No. I would, I would insist on a CD player. And also, here's the thing. Yeah. Mini, my Mini has stopped talking to my iPhone. Um, it, should you be telling us or your husband about that? <laughs> because Mini can mean VJ. Oh. Um, I don't even know. What that, I, I, I need, well, when I bought this last car, I said, could you replace the stereo with a cassette player? And the, the kid went, huh? Oh, it's all right. But I, I'm thinking, if things pan out the end of this year, early next year, I might buy myself a nice car. I've not had a nice car. I've had a functional car for, let's say, the last 13 years. Mm-hmm. I've not had a nice car for 13 and a half years. The drug years, when I bought a really expensive car, and then I stopped working on telly so I could spend more time taking drugs. And then uh, it's the only car I've ever bought on the Never Never. I, I, I always would buy a car outright, and and I got a bit of trouble with it anyway. So ah, is that why you still buy them outright now? Always, always buy them outright, and I'm I'm lucky. I save up and I go and buy a car outright. Also because also because if you buy it on the Never Never, you pay like an extra three or four grand over mm. the time. And also, th- th- this is this is this is the racket. This is the racket. You know how car dealerships make money? It's not through selling cars. Do you know how they make money? Go on. It's through the what? It's through the financial. It's through the, the finance the agreement. The yeah. finance agreement. They don't make money selling cars. They make money through the finance agreements. That's why they always say uh, um, you, you can spread this out. There's payments out over three yeah. or four years. This and, time and around, that, they didn't even want a deposit. No. And I said, I can give you a deposit. No, it's not worth it. No. And they get the the person selling it gets a bigger commission. I don't even know if they get a commission from the cars. They get a bigger commission. From the finance agreement, and the the dealership gets a bigger kickback from the finance agreement. So when I, when I go in, I don't buy expensive cars, right? And I save up. It's not like I've got a load of money. I can just go in and buy a car. I kind of save up and scrimp and scrape, save. Uh, so when I go in, I go, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this, and it sounds so flash, and I don't mean it to, you know, when people are struggling to buy food. But I'll, I'll put this on my switch, my debit, switch, my switch. I put it on my Visa debit. And they go, oh no, do you not want to take out a payment? No, nope, no, nope, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay it now. Well, it would be easier for you. I said, well, no, because you're getting money for it. And uh, okay, well, if you don't want that, how about the extended warranty? No. no. Would you like? And then they do this weird thing where they try and sell you like some coating or something for like three hundred and fifty pounds. And I was going, no. 
I've got kids that eat biscuits and have crayons. What, what, what good is that? And then they do that deal where we, the, the, it's normally £350 that we can do it to you for 89 But I don't want it. I just, just want the car. That's it, guys. Um, sales of cassette tapes have boomed by 408% in the past five years. The resurgence of the nostalgic format, which peaked in the 70s and 80s, has been driven by artists making limited runs of their albums as a collector's item. Mm. That young lad that we had him... Hollow Hand. He, he, um, his uh, first stuff was on a cassette. I like him. But that would be quaint for him, because he won't yeah. remember what it was like when uh. that was just the way you bought things. Yeah, we still love a stack Being of cassettes. Being retro. I still buy cassettes and VHS tapes on... Uh, on uh, on eBay when the mood when the mood grabs me. Yes, line one. Good evening. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you had to choose a song from the albums 1967 to 1970, The Beatles, which one would you choose? So you mean the Red album? It wasn't red when I looked at it, but yes. Well, hang on. Well, what colour was it? Well, it was on my MP3 player in the car, so I, I never actually saw its colour. So you're phoning up to ask me to pick a song from yeah. an album when yeah. you don't even know the colloquial name of that album? Well, I've heard all the songs on the two But you don't know... Albums. The street name of the album. Well, I wasn't born. I'm out. It's known as the Red Album. Hey, do you know what um, the correct title of the White Album is? You know, it's not called the White Album. Oh, oh. you've asked me this before. Oh, the White. What? The White Album isn't called the White Album. Well, it's called the Beatles. It's called the Beatles. Yeah, mm. it's called the Beatles. Everyone calls it the White Album. Because it's white. It's crazy well being. <laughs> You're listening to Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 03444991000. Call straight to air until one o'clock when Paul Ross comes in. Good evening, line one. Oh, good evening. Um, it's Terry here. Um, I'm telling you about um, audio cassettes, Ian. Yeah, here we go, um, Terry. Now we're in. What you got for us? Well... In the days of the vinyl records, Ian, it yes. was the quality that mattered. And I'm afraid yes. I'm a bit of a techno guy because I used to be in electronics years techno, ago. Techno, yeah. And a funny thing about it is yeah. that the quality is analogue off a of vinyl. Yes. And the quality is phenomenal for things called frequency response. Good. And you got, you, your highs, you got your highs, you got your lows, you got your mids. You get that all on Absolutely. vinyl, on, on thick 180 gram vinyl. Excellent. On albums now, less than 40 minutes long. <laughs> Superb. I know my stuff. However, I know my stuff. Once you start getting well, close to 60 minutes, it's it's the, the vinyl's too thin, the grooves are too narrow, you don't get the, you don't get any of the bass or any of the treble. It's all middle. Anyway, yes, carry on. Yeah. Ah, but you have to have a really good turntable with the right bias on to correct that. Oh, always the rumble. Of course you do, sir. We've, we've lost but Catherine. Go I'm going to wait until you put the measuring tapes away. <laughs> carry on. <laughs> <laughs> but when you use an audio tape, yeah. the problem with audio tape is it was really a copy from the original days where you had dictaphones. So the speed of the... Use your finger like everyone else. 
Yeah, it runs at one inch and seven eighths inches per second at yes. tape speed. Yes. yes. And Which in those days, uh, just after the audio tape, they thought it's a good idea, Philips did and the invention system, yes. to get it popular. Yes. But Sony came out like they so often do Buggers. with a with a new updated version Those of a Japanese uh, cassette. Yes. It was called a L cassette. Oh. And it ran at three I'm loving and this. three quarters inches per second to yeah. give you a better frequency response. Yeah. But it didn't survive. No, of so, course not. Unlike uh, like what just like the it make... wasn't Betamax Sony as well. It was. Stop meddling, Sony, you haven't got a clue apart from the PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> better system but it doesn't get adopted and so what ended up happening is that they decided the problem with the slow speed on the audio <laughs> cassettes was they'd have to use what they called noise limitations like Dolby to try and correct the yeah. your, uh, signal response Dubly, yeah. and when you and when you mentioned TDK tapes which yeah. are very good great great cassettes um, I have to apologize Ian but I, there is there was a better one at the time yeah um, known as the Maxell UDXL2. I was 15. I couldn't afford the Maxell UDX Field TR9. <laughs> couldn't afford that. TDK was stretching it. Well, they, they even came out with what was called just ordinary chrome uh, audio cassettes. And the problem with those is that they wore the heads out on the tape player. So yes. that didn't work, although it's got better magnetic properties. Yes. Can I just interrupt you for a second, caller? Catherine? Sorry. Catherine, this is this is actually interesting. Stop doing an Eric Malkin with your glasses. This is this is what this is the direction I want to take the show in. Old guys like me talking about the speed of cassette. Okay, and if you're unhappy with that, well then maybe you should um, go and apply for that job at BBC Radio Nottingham. The auditions are on Saturday. Sorry, where are you going? I've got to go and prepare an audition. Oh, <laughs> wow, she's going. She's actually going. I can't believe that. <laughs> oh, just, just, screw her. Screw her. I'm so sorry. That's all right. But, but listen, I, I know the cassette is not the greatest. It's not the greatest format in terms of quality, right? But it's better than um, than MP3. And also, the, the cool thing about it when you are 15 years old in the 80s is it was the only thing that was portable. You could take it in your dad's car and you could put it in your Walkman. Yeah, except it wasn't too good if you um, put them near magnets in daylight. I never, or... I never had that problem. I know what you mean, but I never had that problem. But yeah. it was great because you could carry it around with you, and it was smaller than records, and you could get maybe three albums on there, so that was good. But also, you couldn't, you couldn't record your own record. Well, even when CDs came out for the first twenty years, it wasn't. Yeah. Oh. That's, hang on a minute. I think that might be my pizza. It wasn't easy. <laughs> hang on a minute. Hang on a Love minute, it. caller. Hello? Yeah? Okay, um, I'll send my assistant down in a second. Thank you so much. <laughs> Here we go. Catherine? The pizza's there. Um, anyway, whatever I was saying... Um, it was good because you could record stuff on it. You couldn't even record CDs for like the first 20 years of CD life. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, of course, you know, in those days, we the nearest thing we got to getting good music on the tapes is their old fluffy stuff. We hey, and hang on, a, don't even get me started on that. <laughs> huh? 
You talk about the formats, DAT and uh, mini discs, formats that that were great quality and fell by the wayside. But I think I may be losing the audience. Hey, listen, thanks for calling, man. Speak again. Just one thing. Ian. Yes. Can I tell you just one thing? When you when you sort of um, identify people as being on the wireless, I don't know if you know, but in real technical terms, oh, a wireless is is called a super heterodyne receiver. I did know that. I prefer oh, the term cat's you. whiskers, but there you go. <laughs> I can yes, outdo well. you. You're a good man. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Yes, line two. Good evening. Yes. I would just like to. Um, uh, oh God. Uh, you know you were talking about the the red atom. I can't hear you because your phone line is crap. Um, I should have stuck to my guns. It wasn't the Red Album I was talking about. I've just looked it up, and the albums I was talking about, 1967 to 1970. Is the Blue Album? The Beatles. No, it's... The Beatles, 1967 to 70. The Beatles. It's the Blue... What is it? What colour is the cover? It might be blue. There's the Blue Album! For goodness sakes, man. It's the Blue Album. (laughs) Why does anyone listen to this? I don't know why people listen to this show. I think the thing that I'd like to communicate when we, me and Kath go and do this talk, but I don't know how to do it without sounding arrogant, is that I want there to be more shows like this where it's kind of, you know, messy. And, and sometimes it's, it's I, sometimes I think the show is brilliant and sometimes I think the show is awful. And it's that kind of unpredictable because all, all, all radio shows now are kind of all right. You know what I mean? They're just consistently all right. They're all right. You listen to um, Nick Ferrari. It's all right. You listen to Eamon Holmes when he bothers to turn up. It's all right. Everything's all right. There's nothing that's brilliant and there's very little that's terrible. Right. So to have a show that goes... um, that, that, that spans both of those things, sometimes in the same five minutes. I'd like to hear more shows like that, like this. Hello, um, line one. Hey, Ian. Yeah, hey, man. How you doing? Yeah, I'm all right, thanks. And my pizza's here, and um, I'm doing a radio show, and my, my colleagues are out there. Dig in, guys. As long as I get one of those potato wedges, I'm good. Dig in, mix and match, mix and match. Uh, I'm good, thank you, Caller. What have you got for us? I know Cass is a big fan of the uh, Gone Fishing with uh, Bob Mortimer and Paul Wash. Have you watched it yet? I haven't seen it, no. You haven't seen it? No. Seriously? Um, yes. Why? Well, why, why would I have seen it? Well, why wouldn't you? Because it's brilliant. It's great. Okay, well, there's loads of brilliant, great things out there that I've not seen. Yeah, and people... People often come on and say, you know, watch this here, and you go, oh, yeah, I'll go and watch it. No, I don't. I, ne- I, I, I almost never, I almost never say, oh, yeah, I'll go and watch it. You do, and then you don't watch it. <laughs> well, okay, I do, okay, I do. No, I'll, I, okay, I'll, I'll go and watch this. you got to watch it. It's, it's not about fishing. It's not fishing. It's nothing about fishing. I'll, 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 I've told you I'll go and watch it, but, but I won't. Oh, I'm going to get on to Kath. Well, and say what? Well, make she will what? Make her? Yeah, she'll she'll, she'll yeah she'll strap me down and make her watch it. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere near Kath if straps are involved. 
Not after the last time. Oh, so, all right, all right, never mind. Thanks, okay. you're cool. Uh, it sounded surprised that I hadn't seen a TV programme. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hiya. Hello, Hi. line two, you're on the air. Yeah, I sell cars. Sorry? I sell cars. You sell cars? Yeah. We were talking about financing and how we make our money. Yeah. Well, that's how we make our money, financing. Yes, is that how you make no your money? money? Yeah. There's no, there's no money in cars anymore, is there? All gone. I know. I, I, I know. I made this point, and well done. You're proving that I am a polymath. You are. You're telling the truth. I can't believe it. I'm not a liar. You're not. And we can make good money as long as we can finance it, right? Could you, know, you do me a favour? Could you say, no lighty, no likey? Uh, no lighty, no likey. There we go. There we go. Oh, potato wedges. Mmm. Well... So how much do you make if you sell a... He's gone. Mm-hmm. Well, Sam was going to get some pizza, but now he realises he's got to work because he's got to press the button. Now. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. I don't think I ordered a hot... You're right. Oh, no. I thought I ordered a Vegerama. I've ordered a fiery veggie sizzler. Are you, are you crazy? Are you out of your mind? I want a Pezzo. Do some water. Yes, please. Hello, Paul. Ian, how you doing, buddy? Got to ordered a hot pizza by mistake. Oh, I'm good. What you got? Um, I, I, well, I'm hoping to talk to you about some wood, if, if that's okay. Some wood? Yeah, man. Um, well, you do talk about vinyl and, and tape. I was wondering if you had, like, any preference um, in acoustic guitars. Um, well. Some, like, tops and, and, and bodies and stuff. I think ovations are like playing an armadillo with strings. And I, I had one for a long time, but I don't like them. Um, not really. I don't really know enough about acoustic guitars. I've got a nice Epiphone, but I don't know anything about it. I just know that it looks good. and It's the one with the um, the moustache on. And that's all I know. I don't even know the exact model of it. And I haven't picked up an acoustic guitar. I picked up my bass last week for the first time in about two years. But no, I don't really have... I don't have a favour. Anything, anything that just sounds beautiful will do for me. That is fair enough, man. As long as it's playable, isn't it? Yeah. Have you got wood at the moment? Uh, yeah, yeah. um, It's it's a bit... The thing is, in in this heat, the wood tends to swell. I find. Yeah, well, that's just, that was how we started the show. Yeah, so you have to, you have to, you know, keep it in its case, I think. <laughs> you do. Give it a wipe down afterwards. <laughs> I'm okay. so looking forward to, uh, hopefully I'm going to move next Tuesday, and all the furniture will come, open oh, the furniture, all of my records and guitars and stuff will come Wednesday, and it'll be the first time in two years I've li- I will be living with my music, my records, my tapes, my CDs, and my musical instruments, and I cannot... Wait, I cannot wait to get my casino restrung and start playing some, you know, start strumming and stuff. Can't wait, man. Uh, it's going to be great. What, what, what colour is the casino? What kind? Or what colour? Uh, what colour? Cherry red, of course. What what other colour is there? Catherine, uh, type in cherry red casino guitar. That's I, that's my bad I boy. I used to have, um, 
I used to have a, 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 a Terry Red uh, Riviera. Oh, mate, come um, on. Which, yeah, I, I loved that guitar. Yep. I loved the Riviera. Yep. Um, yeah, my my cousin had a, had a tobacco sunburst. Um, yep. uh, yeah, one of yours, Casino's lovely guitars, man. The Revolver was oh, recorded on Casino's, um, but I, I suspect... What do you reckon, Kath? Sexy guitar? Yeah. Okay. It has turned into a bit of a bloke fest. But do you know what? I've got a sausage, and it's my party. Okay. Well, line two, you're on the wireless. Who bottled it? It has got a little bit of it. I don't mind. That's that. all right. That's fine. No. That's fine. Carry on. Listen, I'm, I'm a middle-aged guy. Middle-aged guy trying to buy a house and going through a divorce, okay? If I attract other middle-aged guys who want to phone in about boring things, then um, I can't argue with that. Let's go to line one. One, you're on the wireless. Hey, line one, you're live on the radio. What would you like to say? Sorry, I got cut off earlier on. I sold cars. You're going to ask me how much, how much commission I made. Yeah, how much do you? Uh, it's back. It's the carman. Kath, it's have you got any questions you want to ask a car salesman? No, you are right. It's Dave from Barnsley, this end. Oh, good. Yeah. So, just just as a quick one, I'm on my way home now. So I was being I was being to snooker all, but anyway, we did a we did a we did a little BMW one service today with thirty four grand. And I get one and a half percent at finance, so I get one and a half percent at thirty-four grand, so that's about five hundred and ten quid. Now, because they paid cash for it, I wouldn't have got anything. Um, well, um, yeah, it's it's a, it, it must be a tough it must be a tough old world. And also, if you can sell me a diamond bright polish for kike, make hundred quid there. Sell a cover for seats, make forty-five quid there. It's all about the after sale. Right. Okay. Well, next car I buy. I'm going to buy all the tip that you guys offer me so that you can afford um, champagne. No, no, it's not champagne, to be fair. I've had a couple of bottles of lilt today. <laughs> <laughs> He's living large. <laughs> oh, mate, listen, thank you for your call. You enjoy your lilt. Let's go to line two. Hello, line two. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. Yeah, right now. Sorry? Hello, Ian. What? You like me? Have you tried... Ian, have you tried Viagra? Um, yeah, I've tried it. And did you think it was... I tried it a few weeks ago, and I thought it was like the first time I tried ecstasy or something. I thought it was amazing. Well, 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 well you can you can buy it now. Here's the thing, you can buy it. Why was it amazing for you? You got a boner, yeah? It lasted, like, for a few hours, and I found it made things just more... Well, this is why I don't want to try Viagra again, because who wants a boner for a few hours? <laughs> I'm 45. No, mate, I want I want a boner for like six seven minutes and then I'm I'm done. I don't want I don't want it for a few hours. What are you going to do with it? Well, you know what I'm going to do with it. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're <laughs> going to do with it, but I, what am I going to do with it? I don't know. Use it on someone. Do what? Use it on somebody. Use it, use it on them. <laughs> oh, I really want to use, use this on, on you. It's, I can't, I, that's a long time to, um, to be paying attention, uh, and I, uh, <laughs> uh, and, you know, I'm not, what are you, you what are you, like 25, 26? No, I'm the same age as you. Shut up, front door! You should, that stuff, you, you should, what the hell? That's, that. I'm the same age as you, I'm 45. That stuff is not our business anymore. It depends, I have a new girlfriend and she's quite wild, so. Oh. She's wild, you say? How wild? Um, well, she took one as well. I took three. What the? Three? 
What the heck? Well, I, I, um, uh, yeah, I've heard that it, that um, it can be good for you know women can get off on it as well. I'm not suggesting anyone does this. Follow the instructions of your doctor, or when you buy it over the counter, read the instructions, of course. But yeah, you know, um, the thing I remember is the blinding headache. I had a bit of a headache, like my face was kind of red. Yeah, your face, because all the blood rushes to the extremities. So you you goes to your your thingy, but you get you get kind of flushed face, and you get a headache. The head, your blood goes all to your your head and stuff. Is um the next day the headache. Did it change your desire? Sorry. Did it make you more? It made me feel like more direct and kind of like you know. For four hours. There was no, there was no, oh, I love you so, ho, ha, ho, ha. No. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? It's actually no, a good job she'd had yeah, one, because he'd yeah. had three. Imagine how annoying that would be. <laughs> 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 um, what, what do you mean made you more direct? More, more than it being like, um, well, first, I don't know, shall I be, give a bit more detail? First, we started just, off in the bathroom. Yeah, all right. Yeah. And then she wanted to stay in the bathroom. I was like, no, we're going into the bedroom now. Oh. So it made you want it to be dry. And normally, just I knew where I wanted to go. I knew how I wanted to put her. And rather than being like considerate and sort of like you know going for a while, her oh, way, so it made you a less considerate way. lover. <laughs> a bit less considerate, more sort of, but, but not um, more more primal. Yeah, I found that. Yeah, it did. It changed it. A bit more animalistic. Um, well, it's I suppose I do uh, you know I don't remember. It's been a while. I, I mean, and I'm talking like it's been like twenty years or something. Uh, um, but. Um, uh, well, if I, you know, if that's, and was she happy? Yeah, she was talking about it, like, for the, for the past two weeks, she's been talking about it. Wow. And so I've been looking it up on the internet, there's a new one out they've got now, slightly different, and it lasts for 36 hours. Oh, for oh, God's sake, a, da- a, d- a day and a half? And it sounds like nonsense, but it's true, it lasts for 36 um, hours. Uh, like, well, like, listen, brother, I wish you and, and, is she, is she young, significantly younger than you? Um, she's five years younger, but she's... Um, very healthy, active lady. Okay, well, I, I wish you and your active lady girlfriend a very happy weekend when you get the new Viagra. Okay, thank you very much. No, thank you I very much. Really enjoy the show. Uh, well, no, thank you, man, and um, I'd like to enjoy your show. No, hang on, I don't mean it like that. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> the call. You very you video, no, God, you naughty, naughty yeah. man. Thank you. 36 hours. Oh, no, come on. I couldn't be bothered. No one's got time for that. Couldn't be bothered. <laughs> um, let's take this call, then we'll take a, an ad. Hello, Lion 2. Hello, Ian. It's Giselle. Hey, Giselle Wagwan. You all right? It's been a while. It's been a long, long time since we spoke together. It's great to have you back on the show. I'm sorry that you came on after a dirty call like that one. Well, I was just pleasantly listening to hold music, so I missed that. Oh, God, thank goodness for that. Good. Please, I'm glad. Don't <laughs> listen back. It was filthy, and we are better than that. What have you got for us, Giselle? Um, so I had a, a weird conversation with someone earlier. This person is uh, uh, in re- recovery, um, and uh, they, they believe that uh, we... As, as humans um, evolve and progress forward on our own journeys, and it shouldn't be tainted by um, putting our problems onto other people and therefore dealing with other people's problems and talking to other people about our problems, which if you're going through mental health stuff, 
just like skip over that. But um, I just I just wondered your thoughts on that because it's really spun me out and confused me. And I'm I I saw I oversaw this person's journey into recovery, so I obviously uh, I, I was emotionally invested. So I don't I don't understand how because it can come across as a little bit selfish. So I just don't understand how how that can be sort of one rule for them and. Say, so give me the, give me. I got a bit confused at the start. Give me the premise again. Okay, so they're in recovery. Yeah. And they believe that as human beings, um, we should all be on our own journeys okay. through life. Yeah. And we shouldn't be distracted by other people's problems going through life, and that it is not. Uh, this or uncompassionate and uncaring but we shouldn't be distracted by other people's problems and we shouldn't be telling other people our our problems because that distracts us and stops us from moving forward with our own well that sounds like bullshit to me doesn't it It sounds like nonsense what i thought what sounds like someone in a bit of denial what that (laughs) constitutes is not having any kind of intimate relationship and when i say intimate i don't mean like a sexual but don't mean 36 con- hours confiding in anyone well, to be honest yeah. with you Cass, that would be um quite accurate <laughs> oh right um, there we go but, um, well well i do i do think we are on, on our own journey and however close we get with someone there will always be an element of g- kind of singularity and 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 on your own and i think it's good to be careful about how much you put on someone else oh definitely uh, you know and they shouldn't suffer for your problems but and and there is also you know p- particularly in recovery I think there is well, you, you have to be selfish. That, like, so, hmm? you no, know, it's like you obviously you're you're focused on you know uh, sustaining your own well-being. Yeah. But why does that have to come at the price of um, pig-headedness? You know, well, I don't think it has to go at the price of pig-headedness. Here's the thing, right? And I, I struggled with this for for, for a while, but um, I get it. I hear it a lot in meetings that um, people will say that the, the, like the top three important things in my life are my wife, my kids, uh, uh, number number three, my wife, number two, my kids, and number one is my recovery. And 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 it yeah. took me a while to get that, but it kind of has to be right. It kind of has to be that selfish thing of I have to, you know, I, I may have to miss the kids' show or, or, or the kids' birthday party if I really need to go to a meeting. Because if I stop going to the meetings, then there ain't never going to be no kids' birthday parties and kids' show because I'm going to be in a ditch with a needle up my bum. Um, so uh, so so there is there has to be a, 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 an element of selfishness if if you are ill in looking after yourself otherwise you know people people around you don't get any of you but i don't but pigheaded it doesn't have to be you know i don't know i don't what do i know what do i know my marriage is over man you know i i, I picked up recently what do i know i don't know anything new life in yeah yeah, it is. But how is this? Um, so how is this? You're feeling pushed away, are you? Yeah, I just I've been in contact with them after not being uh, emotionally as invested with them for about a year, and it's um, it's just a bit like I don't. I'm very isolated, and I don't get much human contact. So 
they're like, oh, well, you're always going over the same BS that you phoned me up to say, you know, nothing and you're not moving forward with my... Oh, well, then you... Like, I, my, here's, here's my suggestion. It's not even really a suggestion. No, it's a suggestion. Um, you got to cut them, cut them free, man. They're they're, they're telling you to to, to to f off. You, I would suggest you got to cut them free because that's mm. just that's just that's not even you know selfish recovery. That's just that's just mean. That's just mean and and bullying. And um, you don't have to mm. listen to that. You're 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 a, you're, a, you're a beautiful, you know, and I I mean in a spiritual sense. No, I don't I don't I don't mean I don't mean physically, but you know you are a beautiful, um, caring spirit. And um, you you don't have to put up with behaviour and attitudes like that from anyone. No, how you feel is just as important as how they feel. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, Ian, you did a blog a little while back about uh, uh, regarding loneliness and, and your particular point, I remember, about you don't want to join groups because who wants to join groups yeah. when you're feeling like that? And, you know, and like... I remember enjoy, going to meet a load of strangers and how difficult that was in, in a organised setting. Yeah. And it was, um, you know, it, it's like you have to like challenge yourself and stuff. But it is, you know, it's it just it, it feels alien, and it's yeah. um, it, it, it's trying not to hang on to previous attachments, but also not being like bullied into uh, other people's uh, agendas, you know. I'm getting really good as I get older at, um, at saying no to people and um, walking away from people that um, I think are damaging to me um, in, in whatever way that means, whether professionally or um, uh, psychically or spiritually or, you know, whatever. I'm good. I'm getting better. And it's taken a while. And I'm still getting there at going, nah. No thanks. Bye. And not even making a big thing out of it. Not even going. The reason I'm walking away from you is because you did this, this, and this, and it made me just going. You know what? Nah. I'm I'm gone. Bye. Mm. I don't cool. know. I don't know. I don't know, Giselle. Uh, you, you, you're a, you're a good person, and um, you know, you, you no one deserves to be spoken to like that. Yeah. Okay. You too, guys. Nice, nice to talk to you. Nice yeah. to talk to you. Give us a call again. Thanks, Giselle. I feel like I've not. I feel like I'm not really in the place at the moment to. No, yeah, but I think what you said was right. Mm. I, I, the older I get, the more I'm go. I allow people to be dicks, but they don't have to do it to mm. me. It's like um, 36 hours. <laughs> you know what? These I don't get angry about the way people are anymore. I just go right. Well, they've shown themselves. Now it's up to me whether I incorporate that into my life mm. or whether I just uh, let it go. Mm. Because you can't expect someone to change. Um, I, 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 call again, Giselle. Maybe I've, I just you know I'm in such a weird place with this house. I was supposed to go through today and didn't, and a divorce, and fears about work and stuff and all of that. So I, I'm, not, I'm not in the best kind of place to. But anyway, yeah. call straight to air for the last few minutes. Then it's Paul Ross. This is Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Calls straight to air. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, line one. Thanks. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello there. Hey. This is Zubair. Sorry? You remember the food guy? Hey, the food guy! Yeah. How you doing, ma'am? How was your pizza? Good, good, good. Good to hear from you. I ordered, I ordered a hot and spicy one by mistake, and um, I, I'm enjoying yeah. it. It's delicious, but it's, I didn't want a hot and spicy. 
Oh, why is that? Sometimes you need to spice up your oh, life. I love, I listen, I love spicy food. I've, I've been going for a lot of curries recently. I, I don't know why. I've, I don't always really? fancy them, but I've really fancied them. Um, uh, but, uh, but I just, I didn't fancy spicy tonight, but I've got it. I'll, I'll eat it. I'll enjoy oh, it. Okay. But did you share with Catherine or you just... I bought pizzas for the whole team. I'm, oh, oh yeah, yes, I, I'm not a tight, <laughs> I'm not a tight man. Uh, how are you doing, man? How's how's the the yeah, um, good, the YouTube channel going? Yeah, it's good. Um, I'm stepping up and uh, definitely feeling a bit more confident. And this is the first time I'm actually going to a restaurant oh. to sh- uh, do like a restaurant review. Oh. A little bit nervous, but I'm just thinking like, what? What should I do? You know, I spoken to the owner and they said, okay, you can do whatever, like go to the kitchen, shoot yeah. some something in the kitchen. Yeah. But he said, review. I'm just thinking, like, what would you want to know about the restaurant? Is the food any good? So do you, do you just want to see the food or? Do That's you the main thing. This is you know this is the, the yeah, um, uh, turn the microphone on, boy. Distracted by pizza. Um, of course, I do know who he is. Yeah. I, I mean, my first thing is. Is the food any yeah. good? That's yeah. that's the first thing when you go out for a meal. Is it gonna, is it going to be any good? And can I afford it? And how's the service? Yeah, I don't oh, want dude. service that's too in your face. You mm-hmm. can sometimes get them that, that it really get, annoy you. Um, yeah. I don't know. I I've always got um, a fascination for the carpets in restaurants. <laughs> yes. I do. I like I like <laughs> looking at the carpets in restaurants. Wow. <laughs> uh, not helpful, is it? You asked. <laughs> you asked. I'm thinking, uh, like, to, because when I'm looking for a restaurant, like, I don't dine out too much, too often because most of the time I prefer to cook at home and, you know, yeah. something new and, you know, surprise my family and everyone. But uh, I was, like, looking for, okay, how is their hygiene? Can I see how these guys are cooking or something? So I really want to show, like, okay, how these chefs are doing, what's their ethos, uh, what type of foods they're uh, trying to cook, are they frozen or are they fresh, <laughs> like these type of things. Yeah. And you mentioned about service. Definitely, I want to do something about service, like to focus, like, okay, someone is serving, how, yeah, with a good smile, definitely. <laughs> how are you going to film it, yeah. man? Are you going to, uh, is it, are you got someone with you? Come in, Paul. Have you got someone with you who's going to um, be filming it for you? Are you doing it like secrets? How are you, are you filming it? What's the, what's the deal? I'm filming it with a tripod, definitely. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a hard job, definitely, like going forward, backward, forward, backward, like this. So, yeah, I've spoken to the owner and, um, and he's cool. The, the night- owner's cool with you going in and doing it. Yeah, yeah. And he said, if you come, like, because I'm gonna do like this alone, so I'm going before the service time. Yeah. So I'll shoot before the service time, and when the service starts, I will just take like a few shots of. Uh, hey, listen, man. I've got to go because Paul Ross is coming in and he's flicking me the finger. This is this day would never do so. I mean, he's doing it. He's doing it. Um, I don't think I've ever seen or heard you swear, Paul Ross. I'm, I'm sure you can. F off. There we go. <laughs> um, give us. Tell you what, uh, listen, man. Let us let us know when it's up and stuff, and we'll we'll, sure. we'll have a little look and we'll tweet it and we'll we'll give you we'll our honest thought. See on the Twitter. Yeah, definitely. Nice definitely. one. Definitely. Good to talk to you, man. Thank you for Thank the call. You. Ta-ta. He runs his own YouTube channel. That fella.
where he does he's, he's like a cook and stuff and it's, it's, it looks amazing and the videos are beautiful crisp yeah. great colors you know it just looks great and he was worried because he, he was worried that people wouldn't understand his english and stuff and um perfectly comprehensible he's yeah. a, so he's uh, people doing things off their own bat isn't it? Hello, Paul Ross. Good morning, guys. How are you doing? Thank you for your slice of pizza, I nicked. That oh. one was molten with the jalapenos. Oh. Blimey, I Charlie. I didn't mean to get that. I oh, thought it was just dear. a vegetarian. No, clear pipes. Why did he get a bit of your, my pizza and not any of yours? What is this? It was the one on top, I guess. Unbelievable <laughs> attitude from my colleagues. I here. nicked a piece with a pepperoni as Good well. Good for you. If that was yours. I've had a double bubble. Um, on the show tonight, we are talking about cannabis beer from Canada when we cross lives to oh. Canada. It's a new development, only in a couple of the territories, but apparently it's going down rather well. Also, yep. as I'm sure you know, although there's the kind of misapprehension that elephants are terrified of mice. Yeah. Two things they really can't bear are pigs, which is why in the great wars against Carthage, the Romans had war pigs they're covered oh. in, ar- in armour and sent against the elephants. The thing they're really terrified of are those bees. And now they've got a scheme in Africa to stop farmers shooting elephants because they terrible depredation on the crops. Bee scent is being used and African farmers are wearing socks imbued with bee scent to put a patrol around their crops. And we're talking to the inventor. I can't wait for isn't, that one. Isn't the world nuts? But what a remarkable time we're going through. Yeah. So save elephants being shot, wear socks with bee scent. Who knew bees had I'm, a scent? I'm going to ask you a question that I bet you know the answer to. And I only learnt this last night. What is a mule? Oh, a mule is now one is half horse, half donkey, and the other is is a mule the male from a I think the mule sterile. Is, they're sterile, but the other one's called the chini. There's the a hinny. The hinny, yeah. So the breed. mule is like I think yeah, it's one one or the other. It's like a male horse. It's a donkey a, horse, isn't it? Yeah, I think, with yeah. a female donkey, and a hinny is the other way around, and they're sterile. Yeah, they can't yeah. have baby mules. Yeah. Did you know this, Catherine? And do you know a, a donkey's bray can be heard up to eight miles? Wow. It's, <laughs> so loud <laughs> and i didn't use my mouth to make that noise <laughs> you did not thank you paul that's coming up at one o'clock did you know that about mules i did a bit yeah oh you didn't sometimes you know about a month ago it was national mule and donkey week apparently a week yeah. a whole week yeah, a whole for those week. guys yeah yeah wowzers um dear listener we will be back tonight at 10 we'll be coming live from a listener's house in manchester what could possibly go wrong we could get murdered. We just, we don't know anything. Wow. <laughs> it could. We don't know anything about her. She just got in touch on Twitter and said, oh, oh, I was going to say, you don't take your shoes off again and walk all <laughs> Don't go in the of cellar. <laughs> don't go in the cellar. Um, but we'll see what happens. Hopefully it'll work. Um, uh, you never know. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Catherine. Uh, don't forget, you can go and download our podcast if you go to iTunes or Acast and type in Talk Radio Late Night Alternative or go to talkradio.co.uk. Enough wittering on from me. Coming up after one o'clock, it's Paul Ross. Until then, from us, ta-ta. Oh!